0: to business. I got my wild cherry dyed Pepsi, and uh, I got my blackjack gum here, and I got that feeling. Mm, yeah, that familiar feeling that something rank is going down out there.
1: I'm funny how? I mean funny like I'm a clown. I amuse you. I make you laugh. I'm here to fucking amuse you. How the fuck am I funny? What the
2: fuck is so funny about me? Tell me. Tell me what's fun. funny. me, sir. God
3: damn it. Brothers don't shake hands. Brothers gotta hug
1: we we'll to the
4: coast, we we'll get together, have a few laughs
0: As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster You ever seen a grown man naked?
2: I'm so wasted Anybody move, I'll blow your fucking head
3: off And the medic gets up, says, oh my god I'm your huckleberry My advice to you Is to start drinking
1: heavily Put that coffee down Well, lady, this calls for the old Billy Barule That's a huge bitch
2: The royal penis is clean, your highness Hey, where are the white women at?
0: yippee ki motherfucker It's over, Johnny.
4: It's over. All right.
5: Here we go. We have one of my favorite actors in the building right mm-hmm. now, John Witherspoon. Thanks for having me. Man, no matter what movie you're in, you consistently steal the movie. Well, they let me add live. Right. So that's that's my uh I think I can create jokes right on the spot. Right, so you're like, fuck funny this. Funny lines. you like, fuck this script, we're gonna do it this way. I can do it this way. <laughs> I've do, done a many of them like it too. Do, do directors ever try to like argue with you about that? Oh yeah, you? when
3: I was on Tracy Morgan show, they said, oh, Miss Wittesman, you gotta stick to the script. I said, man, this stuff ain't funny. <laughs> I'm supposed to, be, supposed to be funny, it's a comedy, isn't it? Said, well, sir, you gotta stick to the script. I said, we're go, we gonna be canceled real quick. Mm. And we got canceled about 18 shows in, we got canceled. There you have All it. All that money I missed. <laughs> So you were actually
5: born in Detroit. Detroit, yeah. Okay, one of eleven children. Eleven kids. Your parents got nine busy. boys and two girls. Nine boys, two girls. Yeah, you got a lot of brothers. A lot of brothers. Okay, your parents got busy. I see. I, did, I they never told us about sex, but apparently they didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> They're too busy making kids. they too busy making kids. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Now you actually, your real name is uh, Weatherspoon. Weatherspoon. So you changed it to Witherspoon.
3: In our family, uh, uh, some of our kids, some of my brothers and sisters were Witherspoon. Some of them were weatherspoon. That's how the city did it. They didn't, they didn't give a damn. Some of them were Witherspoon. This is a
5: Witherspoon. This is Weatherpoon. They, they didn't know. They didn't know how to spell it. I guess they just changed some of your names. No, they didn't change them. At birth, it was like that. Okay.
3: So I got brothers who are Witherspoon and weatherspoons.
5: Okay. But you're a Witherspoon. I'm a Witherspoon. Okay. But I think
3: I might have been a Weatherspoon in the beginning. <laughs> <laughs>
5: now, uh, your brother actually went into music. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, he joined, uh, Motown. Motown, he wrote for Motown, yeah. That's okay. why I knew all the, all the Motown artists. Right. Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson. Smokey, Timps. I used to play basketball with the Temptations. Right. Uh huh. Oh. Any, any interesting Marvin Gaye stories? Cause he's the, he was the enigma of the music uh... world.
3: Not really. He he used to have this big Fleetwood Cadillac. And he little he head was sticking out the driver's seat, driving that big Fleetwood. He says, Spoon, you want to buy this one day? I said, I don't want that big ass car. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny when he said, "Mentioned that time. He had parked in a car one day. And I had another car. My car wasn't that big, but he had a Fleetwood. That's a big car back in the 65. Big car. Okay. So
0: There we go. If you haven't guessed it by now, this is Hollywood Hangout. It is Saturday night. Appreciate everybody joining us. We are going to talk all John Witherspoon all night tonight. Uh, Once again, this is Hollywood Hangout. I am Boxman. Alongside me is the man who's always down to just be on every goddamn show. We are the hardest working podcast, Anthony. We really are. Damn straight, bro. Damn straight. Damn straight, man. How's it going, Anthony?
6: Doing good, man. I wish we were doing this show under uh, better circumstances, but yeah. I'm always down to talk all things John Witherspoon. He deserves a show. I just wish the man was still here so we he could, you know, be more upbeat and joyous because he gave a lot of people a lot of joy. Myself, and I, I don't want to speak for you, but a lot of people, a lot of joy.
0: Definitely. And, you know, um, and that was, uh, Vlad, uh, that he was talking to right? DJ Vlad. DJ Vlad. Yes. On Vlad TV. Um, and, uh, you know, he even, I I totally agree. Any, any movie you're in, you steal the scenes, you steal the movies. And he did just that. I mean, trust me, we've got a bunch of clips to play tonight. Um, it is going to be mostly funny. We'll, we'll, we'll probably end on a a different note, but uh, most of them are going to be very funny. Um, but uh, yeah, we are going to be talking all John wither spoon. And uh, I guess it, it, even on wiki, it says he was a weather to begin with. Um, now, Anthony. Yes, sir. Let's go ahead and get into it. I'll do the plugs at the end of the show. Um, let's go ahead and get into this. He mentioned Vlad did that um his brother william john john williams brother william got into motown and he actually wrote a very was co-writer on a very famous song and now you told me not to play it so i did not but i'm going to now everyone listen to the song you will know it you will love it here it is You've heard that, right? Yes. There you go. Jimmy Ruffin sang that song back in June 1966. And William Witherspoon was one of the writers on this song. So definitely a popular fucking song. Um, Pretty much everyone knows that song. It's been in a few movies. I I can't place what movie it, it, it was in, but I know it was in a movie maybe one or two movies but i can't place what movie it was in and i'm not going to go looking right now but um yeah that is the song that um he was a part of writing and that's pretty damn cool man that 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 like i said that was a huge song and my parents are still listening to the 50s and 60s stuff so i still hear that song every now and then they have serious radio so oh my god it's horrible uh- <laughs> <laughs> Your parents listen to the oldies, of course. Seriously, they do. Yeah, nice, nice. It, it, it I don't know. That's I grew up on him. My, my parents have, I've always listened to him, and still do. My dad, you get in my dad's car, he's usually got the Elvis station on. But again, if you've ever seen my dad, you you would understand what I'm talking about. <laughs> he looks like Elvis anyway. So, uh, but um. We are going to mention a ton of movies that uh John Witherspoon was in though tonight. Um Jesus, Anthony, do you wanna here, let's 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 do the list, man. Let's do it. I'm not gonna do every single one, but I'm gonna start pretty far back.
6: Yeah, we're gonna start with the notable ones and uh 'cause like I said, the guy has had a charm career. He's done everything from obviously he's mostly known as a comedic actor, stand-up comedian, he's done television, he's done movies, uh mm-hmm. I mean, I'm even not going through my notes here. He did. A, he had a brief run as a model. Yes, back in the day. Yes, in his younger
0: days, which which once again blew my mind. <laughs> in the 50s and 60s, he was a model. That's right, Anthony. Um, yeah. And I mean, he started acting in 1977. Started out on the Richard Pryor show.
4: Yeah.
0: Uh, he was in the Incredible Hulk. He did a sh- uh, episode of What's Happening. He did an episode of Good Times. He then did Barnaby Jones, and then he was in a movie in 1980 which I pretty much guarantee you've never seen Anthony called the jazz singer. Mm, sounds familiar. Who was in it? Um, Lawrence Olivier, Neil Diamond. You know who Neil Diamond is? Of course. The singer. Absolutely. Yeah. It, it was pretty much one of his, it, it was his movie. Um And he was in <laughs> that. He did an episode of WKRP in Cincinnati. He did an episode of Hill Street blues. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And he had a run uh in a
6: comedy store and, they, they did a real nice little tribute to him on Twitter.
0: Nice. So definitely
6: check that out. Now, let me ask you, Box. Mm-hmm. Now, like a lot of guys, you know, he started out as a dramatic actor, which I had to seek this out. Because I'm, most, I'm known, I know him mainly from his comedies. Mm-hmm. Now, does it surprise you, coming from a dramatic background, that he excelled so well in comedy? Uh,
0: No. No, it it, it doesn't. Not at all. Just, I mean, his personality, you can hear in that interview that we played, he was being himself and he was being hilarious, not even meaning to be hilarious. So a guy with a personality like that, that's already just funny at heart, is going to just keep being funny. And the fact that he knew all these people that he knew and, you know, got in, started on TV. And then, like I said, he got a part in that movie and then he went on to do... Hollywood Shuffle. Did you? I forgot he was even in Hollywood Shuffle. Oh, Hollywood Shuffle
6: is a classic, man.
0: Robert I, Townsend. I have it. Yeah, Keenan Ivory Wayne. hmm I have it. I just haven't watched it in an extremely long time. Um, he played a pimp in a movie called Kidnapped in 1987. That I need to seek out also. Uh, <laughs> that that needs to be seen uh, definitely. Um, and a movie we did, House Party. He was, uh, yes. he was in that. We will get to that clip later. Um, we we've already done that one. Bebe's kids. Obviously he was in, you know, what the voice of the card player in that, in that movie. Um, Friday vampire in Brooklyn. Yep. 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 Uh, let's keep going here. What else is main Wayne's brother show? We did 101 episodes of that. So he was in that for a very long time. I forgot he did a voice in Dr. Dolittle. I've never seen Little Nicky. Scrap Iron and Ladies Man. Oh, dude, you got to see Little Nicky. I know. Ladies Man, we, we've done that one also. Check that out in the archives. I know. I need to see it. I need to see it. He was on 18 episodes of Tracy Morgan. Soul Plane. We'll get to that also. Um, <laughs> Jesus he Christ. Cracked, he cracked Adam Sandler. Yes. Yes. Um, and I guess... Looks like they were doing another uh, uh, another Friday that was in They were going to
6: yeah it was going to be last Friday and they were also going to do a reboot of another uh classic that he was a part of the Boondocks which I hope they forever ever they put that on nice man because much like I pointed out some you know with Goodfellas, some things need to be best left alone if you don't have the key players involved. Right. Uh I'm going to say it right now uh, They were going to bring back the boondocks. So it was going to get a reboot that needs to be put on ice. You you, you can't have anybody, anybody, <laughs> anybody. I'm going to emphasize that shit. Anybody. You can't have anybody play granddad, but John Witherspoon. You can't have anybody else play that. Just out of, as, for, first of all, as a respect thing. And also as a, Just like just a common sense thing, he brought his own unique flavor, and that's the one thing that I'm going to say over and over again. Mm -hmm. Regardless of the movie, we can name all of the classics: the Fridays, the Boomerangs, the House Parties. But he's been in a lot of movies that weren't necessarily good, but he stood out in them.
0: Right, absolutely. He stood out, and
6: like I said, and like that, that to me is the mark of a true talent of a true artist. You could be surrounded by shit, but you make
0: the most of your part and you kind of like elevate it a little bit. Right. Absolutely. And, you know, we've we've said this phrase before. It's an old JR phrase. Maximize your minutes. This man did just that every time he was on fucking camera.
6: Yeah. I mean, you look at the... uh, (laughs) 27 years later. uh, The coordinate line. At the coordinate. I mean, think about it. Anybody else saying that line... It's a throwaway line, it's a throwaway line, mm-hmm. and means nothing you forget you'll forget about it thirty seconds after you heard it exactly but he he put his own unique spin on it, put that stank on it, and people still remember it to this day he, he even if you yoke. don't know that he said
0: it specifically, you know you've heard that phrase he He gave it some he gave it some witherspoon <laughs> he gave it some witherspoon. But, uh, I like and, that. <laughs> Yep, and, and we will get to all of this stuff that we are talking about. Um, all these movies that we mentioned, pretty much all of them. Um, Anthony, we didn't really get a place to start or a movie to start with or a clip to start with. Uh, so, how about this? Yes, I know we could start. Okay. Um, when
6: did, when we when did you first become familiar with uh, John Witherspoon? Like, I, what do you
0: remember seeing him in for the first time? Uh, house party. The first time I remember actually noticing him was house party, as the crazy neighbor, and I thought he was fucking hilarious, and that's when I noticed him, and that was nineteen ninety right there. So, pretty early in his career, um, I didn't watch a lot of these TV shows and wouldn't have remembered. I was young, really young, like when he was on the Incredible Hulk, I was three years old. So, don't. So that basically,
6: can... basically yeah. when he had the.
0: John Witherspoon with the
6: afro, you have no re- recollection of.
0: No, sir. You have, no, sir. You, you have more memories of Old Man Witherspoon. And I've got Old Man 1990 Witherspoon, and that's the probably first movie I do remember him from, Anthony.
6: And honestly, we can start there, because I want to say that's the first thing I remember. It's either that or Boomerang, but I'm leaning towards it was probably House Party that I saw first.
0: Well, then here we go. Let's let it roll.
3: What the hell? Soul Train. Where's Don Cornelius with his stiff yeah, neck? Hey, crazy. hey, hey! You shut up all that damn noise! I paid fifteen thousand dollars for this house. Who else is over there? Public Enema? What's his name? Public enemy? Public enema? What the hell is a public Enema anyway? Who will give a public Enema? Walter. You, watch? hey brother, you by yourself? What's wrong, brother? <laughs> Maybe that big water head you got. Hey! Shut up all this damn noise! Hey, baby. Yes, you have got some nice ones. Walter. Oh baby, shut up. I'm just playing as a kid. You should come out and find what she's eating and Maybe You can Go get you some. Hey! No, shut the hell up down here. I got some for you, man. You stay right there. You stay right there. That's a bitch. Here. What are you doing? Calling the police. <laughs> wow. <laughs> These kids are driving me crazy with all this
2: damn noise. Call them on yourself. You the one making all the noise. I got the wrong number too, baby.
3: <laughs> hold on one second. Go oh, dance now
0: with your big ass. Go dance. Nine one one. I'll hold. There we go. Oh, 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 Hold it. Sorry, went to the next scene. Went to the next scene. Can't do that. Can't give it away. Can't give it away. But uh, yeah, that is the first scene I remember. Like I said, and obviously you too. But just again, man. Just. Taking, calling the police. Did he? didn't just say, "What are you doing?" Calling the police. He said, "Calling the police." <laughs> I mean, yeah, man. Like I said, he added some personality,
6: some charisma, and I and and I, and I'm gonna say this right off the bat, man. Like from facial expressions, from the way he would, you know, just emphasize certain words. Just the, something as simple as eating on camera.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: I defy you to find another person eats on camera like john witherspoon eats on camera it's to the point where you look dude you could blindfold me put a gun on my head line up about 10 to 15 people have them all eating and i can guarantee you without hesitation i could pick out john witherspoon's uh eating style because he just has a very distinctive way of eating and that's what i mean man he just like i said he has a way he knows how to stand out Definitely, he knows how to stand out. Whether he's a heavy, whether he have a a big part, small part, even without trying to be noticed, he always makes him he always makes himself known.
0: Yeah, yeah. Dean Yates is saying the first movie he saw him mean, was Friday. That's probably what most people are going to remember him from. What well, is Friday? But yeah, house party. I mean we've we've done the movie, so I mean that's I love that movie, so I definitely remember him from that. But. Uh, you know that was pretty early in his career, uh, not that early, but early enough <laughs> that. Uh... Yeah, go ahead. No,
6: you know who I kind of compare it to, mm-hmm. um, because he blew up. He blew up with Friday, definitely, and then later on, uh, the Boondocks that kind of created a whole new generation of fans for him.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: But during this time period, I would can I would compare him to like a, a Bernie Mac type. Oh yeah, Bernie Mac was around for a long time, stealing scenes, stealing moments, before he actually blew up. Before you knew who he was. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, like you know, you knew who he was, but you didn't know who he was. Exactly. That's what I compare uh, John Witherspoon for. Because did you even know who he was at the time that you saw him? No, no, I didn't. But he would pop after this. He would pop up in a lot of different things. Like, I know that guy, and then obviously. You know, once you, you know, once he, once his uh, profile starts to get raised up, you, oh, John Willis going on. That's where I know that guy from.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Now he did do stand up, also. Um, you know, early in in his career, he was doing stand before, but not only not only before he was doing movies, but during doing movies and stuff like that, he was doing it, and he did actually make an appearance on Def Comedy Jam, Anthony. Um, Sir. You want to play a little bit of that? Get that out of the way? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Let's go ahead and do that real quick. Load it up, baby. (laughs) free
3: dress code, man, what happened? Told me to put on my best shit. Ain't <laughs> nobody else got their best shit on, ain't that a bitch? This is shit, this is what I got my shit on. You don't find this shit in one damn store. <laughs> I've been all over Los Angeles looking for this shit.
2: <laughs>
3: shit. See my happy socks? I got them motherfuckers on too. You know I try to tell kids stay out of gangs. Gangs are no good for you. Try to go to school, learn something. That's right. Get out of them gangs. I try to keep my son out of a gang. You know they got color, you know, but color y'all shouldn't do that. Blue you get shot by a gang, wearing red you wear red, you get shot by a gang wearing blue. They never shoot my black ass. I wear pink and put a ribbon in my hair. And they got these gang signs, scare me to death. Be doing like this to them, saying, You know, them all them shit, man. Scare you to death, boy. Be doing this shit. Get the fuck out the way, brother. There's some serious shit here. <laughs> I'm at the light, waiting in my car, doing like this to myself, minding my own motherfucking
0: business. Uh, man, man's picking his nose right now, y'all. Uh, <laughs> Once again, I'm, I'm, it's... I don't know when this was, and I don't know if this was before or after Boomerang. But, um, oh, shit, looks like I lost Anthony real quick. But uh, I guess we will get him back as soon as he can come back. But um, you know what? Let me take a break. I kind of want to keep Anthony on for this. He was really excited to do this. So let me take a quick break. Let me get Anthony back over here. And um, give me a few seconds, and we shall return. All right, that was a quick break. Got Anthony back already. He was already giving me a call back, so there we go. Barely any hesitation. Look at that. What was that like a thirty-second break? Good job, Anthony. Now I don't know oh, how much yeah. I don't know how much that heard uh, of that you heard, Anthony.
6: Oh, I watched the whole look, too. Okay, <laughs> right off the bat, man. Like I, I, I don't know. I don't know about you, man, but um, you know how like you know John Candy comes up a lot on this show. Yeah. Uh, and 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 uh, the same way you feel about John Candy, um did this one hit me hard. man? this hit like a lot of people hard as, you know, if you check social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, the outpouring of emotion because um John Witherspoon was a constant, you know. This guy been around for four decades plus, right, doing this thing and it's like he's crossed a lot of generations. You pe- people know him for different things. More modern fan, more modern era fans, known from like things like the Boondocks. People from my era known from Friday and Boomerang and House Party things like that. But the the bottom line is he's always been there. He's always been around. Right. And and not having that voice anymore is just it's hard, man. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. I should have maybe I'll find a clip later and send it to you. Uh, Steve Harvey Mm -hmm. did like a little tribute to him. And uh, a guy, you know, a guy by the name of Jay Anthony Brown. I don't. Uh, he's another comedian. Okay. Look his stuff up. He's very hilarious. Mm-hmm. And he says something very poignant about uh, when he was paying his respects. Uh, obviously, when you lose anybody, it's a tragedy. Anybody dying is a tragedy. Right. But it's di- especially for he said, especially when it's a comedian, it's a different level because comedians their their primary job function is to make people laugh. Forget their problems. And when you lose that lose that voice, it's almost like you lose something. It's almost like you lose like a, an important part of your your existence because uh we'll always have the memories, we'll always have like the clips that those will live on forever. Right. The movies, T V show, but we won't have that fresh perspective anymore. Yeah, and it's just, it's just, man, like I said, this one hit me hard this week, as it did a lot of people, but.
0: Yeah, and you know, thank God we have, you know, this is where the internet is, technology and internet is good. We have YouTube, we have all these places where all this stuff can be archived by people that we love, admire, and, you know, when they go, at least we've got somewhere to go, instead of having to, you know, dig through. Tons and tons of DVDs or whatever. We can just go to YouTube now. I mean, that's where we got our clips from.
4: Hell
6: yeah! I mean, and, and yeah.
0: honestly, the internet wastes no time. Mm. Literally, literally, the
6: news broke: John Witherspoon passed away. No sooner than I just snapped my fingers, box. You could go on any social media platform, YouTube, Daily Motion. Yep. You got you got compilations. You got testimonials. <laughs> you got. Every single Chime With a Spoon clip in existence can pile into one convenient clip for you. Yeah. And yeah, like I said, technology, it can be a bitch sometimes, and it can bring out the worst in people, but sometimes, such as moments like this, when you want to memorialize somebody and you want to remember the good times, mm-hmm. technology can be a wonderful thing.
0: Yeah, yeah, it definitely can, man. And it, it's it's just great that we've got it now, something like that, and you know, I, I honestly, I, I wouldn't give a flying fuck if like Facebook and Twitter went away, but please just leave YouTube because YouTube is like, it, it really is a tool and <laughs> it gets some people through some shit. So anything else can leave. Keep, 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 YouTube and daily motion and all the places where we can see these people that we, you know, like John Candy, like Sam Kinnison, like, um, all those guys that, that, that we just can't, you know, we would have to dig somewhere else to find. But um, anyway, on that note, let's keep going with uh, Mr. Witherspoon here. Yes, sir. Um, ah, I'm trying to figure out what clip to play next, Anthony. Do you want to get into the Boondocks? Do you want to get into the? Um, uh, no, look,
6: like we, we, we've been fine. We've been uh, doing things chronologically, so I pretty think much we should talk about the uh, the Wayne's Brothers era because okay, we just played a we just played a Def Jam clip, right? We did, sir. And you notice he basically had on the same gear that he would wear on our Waynes Brothers. Mm-hmm. Now, this is this once again a, attention to detail. I love it. Now, in real life, in his regular life, John Witherspoon is actually a pretty sharp dresser. Armani, suits, uh-huh. Gucci, the whole bit. Uh-huh. But when he's on the road, he comes out like that, and he's direct directly from the man himself. He likes to give the people what they want.
0: Yes, he that's does. That's what that
6: that's the character that they want. Like when people meet, you know, they always throwing the lines at him, the quotes. That's what they want. So that's what he that's what he gives them. Mm-hmm. And I, I wish more people, comedians, that I wish more people had that dedication to the craft because you don't see that anymore, right? I mean, it's kind of it's kind of like you're an Angel Dice Clay fan. He's known what is he known for? The the shades, the the, the jacket. The if jacket. he came out on stage in, in, in a suit and tie, don't he would still be hilarious? He would still be funny. But it would take away from the performance a little bit. Yeah, that's not dice. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, that's 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 not dice. dice. Yeah, and uh, honestly, the dice that I see now with the gray hair and losing his oh, it's so sad to see dice. But he's still funny. Oh, he's he's still yeah. funny.
4: <laughs> it's
6: funny you say that. that now, I'm definitely gonna find that clip now um, because you you, you said you know how you said it's depressing. Yeah, seeing him with the gray. Hair? Um, when he would go on the road because he was on the road a lot. Mm-hmm. He would always dye. You never saw this man with gray hair. Ah! He would always dye his hair. He said he he said nobody will ever, 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 ever see me with gray hair. So he would be in the back getting ready. He said he would have dye all over the place, but he would.
0: He said that was a direct quote. He would never let the public see him with gray hair. And you know, even in these last interviews. Matter of fact, today I posted his last interview um, on. Um not not interview but his last video matter of fact he put a video up the day before hours before he passed away of him making gumbo in his kitchen he gave to the end man he gave us he gave and, gave us moments to the bitter end and i Fuck might it, you know what i might need to play the beginning of that because the beginning of that there's a song in the beginning of that that's really Really, really kind of funny. Let me, let me, you know what? Let me go ahead and do that real quick. I can load it up. There it is. It's done. Here, give me a second. Let's see. Oh, shit. There you go. Don't nobody go in the bathroom. (laughs) I needed to find (laughs) that song, but I I didn't. But he put this up. He's making what he calls cooking for poor people, the poor man's gumbo. And uh, this was literally hours before he passed away. Um, And if you're on the Hollywood Hangout page, go check it out because I did post it today. So you can go check it out right there. Um, But I... (laughs) I, I caught the song in the beginning and I meant to go look for it and I completely forgot to do that, Anthony. <laughs> hey, have no fear, bro. You came you come through when it counts. I did. I came through. Thank you. See, thank you, VLC player. Uh <laughs> for working. Thank you for working. Jesus Christ. But uh yeah. hey, look, man, like and honestly, like, you know, you brought that up. You said hours, literally,
6: hours before he passed away. Yep. He's still he's still leaving us with memories, leaving us with moments. And one of the things that I really I've grown to respect about the guy is how active he was on social media. Like 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 I said, like he was he he may have been in his mid seventies, but I swear he had the he still had the the uh you know the uh, vitality of a man in his thirties. Right. Because he just kind of like he kept working, mm-hmm. and, and we'll play a clip later that I uh, sent you that he one of his final interviews with uh, D.L. Hughley. Got it. He talked. He talked about his uh work schedule. 40, you know, 40 plus weeks out the year.
0: Yeah. Uh, And he,
6: you know, he was very active on social media. Literally, like you can find Instagram clips. Really? Yeah. Wow. Literally up up until like the last, you know, couple weeks of his life because he was active on that Twitter, Instagram, the whole bit.
0: Uh, Yeah. And by the way, in that video I just played, he's wearing no shirt, a yellow apron with his picture on it and cooking. With a with a big floofy chef's hat on. Well <laughs> he's coordinating though. He's, he's coordinating. He's coordinated. So, As a matter of fact, before we get to the lane, we we should play that clip. Which we one? should play that the, coordinated? the coordination. clip, yes. Um I gotta well I had to go to the actual boomerang movie to do this. So give me a second. Load up boomerang here. Let me pause. Let me go to the time clip. Here we go. I got I, I guess we can go ahead and just talk about Boomerang, right? Yeah, talk about it a little bit, because it's actually, yeah. in addition to the coordination,
6: I mean, look, dude, John, was, he wasn't in this movie long, no. but he gave us gold. I want to say, not only did, did this uh, clip give us the uh, coordinating mm-hmm. line, but it also, I want to say, this might have been the
0: first time, at least on camera, that he did the bang, bang, bang. Yep, we got that, yes, too.
6: Yeah, 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 we got to
0: play, like, um, <laughs> look, little, I've got the movie. We can play the whole clip. Let's just go ahead and get it rolling. Yes, sir. We'll, yes. Uh, let me get, get some... it rolling. It starts out, and in Boomerang, he plays David Alan Greer's father. Um, and actually, this this is the same woman from House Party. Yes. Holy shit! It just clicked. It, and guess what? What the fuck? It just clicked. Go ahead. And
6: guess what? What he um uh. Uh, John Witherspoon also did a guest spot on Martin, and the woman that played his wife and uh, was TV this something? She was also she almost she also had a recurring uh, character. He also had a, played a recurring role on Martin in the early season.
0: That's awesome, man! That's, so they they,
6: they 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 worked together a few times. A few he, didn't even, times. he didn't
0: even he didn't only really coordinate. He had he had coordination and continuity. So <laughs> it <laughs> did, man. That never clicked with me until just this moment. That this is the same woman, that it, the, it, it's the same woman from Friday. That is fucking, that is awesome. This is good shit. I'm so glad we do this show sometimes. All right, here we go. Let's go ahead with some Boomerang.
1: Which is a Oh, Gerard's mother, Angela Gerard's mother, bro. That's
2: a whole trough of chitlins. Oh, oh chitlins. Yo, I want to bowl.
3: <laughs> this the little girl you've been talking about, Agatha?
2: Angela, Hi. Angela Lewis. Mm-hmm. That's what I said. Nice to meet you. <laughs> yeah. Isn't she
3: pretty? Yeah. She looked like one
1: of
2: Marcus' girls. Yeah. Hey, 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 well, hey, Agatha, why don't you go in the kitchen and help Miss Jackson with these chitlins? Go on, you'll go in the kitchen. Cutie pie. i talk to Mr. Jackson. Mr. Jackson, coming here. Hey, man. Nah, so good to see you. Good every you every year, you do something new. Now, where'd you get a mushroom shirt? I'm
3: trying to impress you. You know that. I know it. Yeah. Now, where'd you get the mushroom shirt? I got to know. Well, the secret is you got to coordinate.
2: Uh-huh. Most people
3: don't coordinate. See, so you got to coordinate.
2: Yes, that's what you did. Yeah, look
3: Interesting.
2: See, I told you they don't stink when you pull the membrane out. Hey, Mama.
3: When you saw me, you saw the mushroom said, shirt. Mushroom shirt. Bang, mushroom, mushroom shirt. Mushroom shirt. But see, you can't stop with the mushroom shirt. You got to go on. I would to
2: stop that shirt. No, you got to keep going. Okay.
3: Now, let me show you something. Look
2: at that. Oh, you got it on mushroom. But, look, Gerard, did you know your pops had a mushroom belt on? Yes. But you <laughs> don't stop there. See? No, you gotta you keep can't. going. Can we
6: pause for a the first second. Ring? Pause, sir. I just want to point out something real quick and then we'll get back to the greatness of this scene. Absolutely. You you had John Witherspoon sharing airspace with Eddie Murphy. Yes. And he stole a scene. From, I want the record to show that <laughs> John Witherspoon showed a scene. He stole a scene from Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy
0: in his prime, bro. Eddie Murphy <laughs> and Haley Berry, both. Let's and if, let's... You, and if you pay
6: attention, yeah. you can't tell me Eddie Murphy wasn't wasn't cracking up. Cause Eddie, he strikes me as one of those guys that's hard to crack. Oh yeah, when when, when he's in the moment, but I, you can't tell me if you look close at this. It was a couple moments where he's like looking at, he's just looking at John go off, and he's just like, motherfucker, oh, like <laughs> he's stealing my heat, brother. He's stealing my heat. This is my movie, damn it.
0: You going into business for yourself, brother? What are you doing here? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah,
6: like, yeah, at the, uh, the, the, with the, uh, we're basically about to play the dinner scene.
0: Yes, I'm, 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 get, I'm gonna I get mean, there. Because I, I
6: paid attention to Eddie Murphy's facial expression. That, I'm telling you, dude, that, that, that was him, like, trying to keep, it, trying to keep it in character. He's like, what the fuck is this guy over here doing?
0: <laughs> yeah, this might be a little long of a clip, but, uh, let's go ahead and keep going here. Here we go. He's still coordinating, don't forget. Yeah, a good
3: idea. Look what I got. Gerard, did you know on the inside was special mushroom? Yes! Mm, mm, mm. Simply delicious, Marcus. I keep telling your mom she should take some cooking lessons from you. All she do is cook pork. I bet we've eaten everything on the pig from the rooter to the tutor. The whole pig? You didn't marry me for my cooking. <laughs> you got that right, baby. That's why we got a little Junior over there. Bang!
4: Bang bang, oh, bang, that bang, bang! bang!
2: Must you embarrass me in front of my friends on every possible occasion? See,
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was your son. Oh, Private school
6: got him off to did it. I just imagine that your parents, man, just. <laughs> I know you motherfuckers didn't think we were going to go through a child John Witherspoon tribute episode without getting at least one gratuitous
0: bang, bang, bang. Oh, we've got we've got more. We we. we we even have a song that we're going to get to um, <coughs> in a little while <clears throat> called Bang, Bang, Bang. So don't worry. But I got to keep playing the scene. Yeah. I got to keep playing. the I, I realize you had to catch your breath for a second before I played the rest. God, this this man is great. Here we go. All
2: right, Yeah, man. Chill. It's your father. Mr. Jackson. Angela made this. Ooh, very good. Very good. Huh. Good pick, Junior. Daddy. I told you that Angela and I are just friends.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Just friends, huh? Yes. Just, just friends. friends. Leave it alone, hon. They told you that five hundred times. Just let it go. Fine. We change the subject. Now, Marcus.
3: I hear a girl dog, we got you pussy whipped. <clears throat> Why don't you reverse it? Don't be pussy whipped. Whip that pussy! Look! Bang! 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 Ooh, bang, bang, bang! Bang!
2: Bang! <laughs> bang! You really insist on staying around all they have a long face, right? Man, my parents been in that bathroom damn near an hour, man. So what? Well, they've been in there hidden it. Your parents are smoking a joint in my bath? No, they've been in there fucking. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> damn! goodness, what's for dessert?
0: There you go. Stealing the fucking show is what he did right there, goddammit. Great, great scene and a great movie. If you've never seen Boomerang, once again, you've got Eddie Murphy. You've got Robin Givens. Mm, mm, Mm. mm, mm. And if you were like, man, I'd love to see her in lingerie, check this movie out. You get to see it a few times. She is gorgeous in this goddamn movie. Halle Berry David allen greer martin lawrence did I miss anyone uh yes, you did sir, uh Chris Rock, yeah, yes, yeah, Chris rock but i'm I'm talking about of uh, the female variety uh
6: whola Leela, I... Leela Rashan. oh, that's correct, yes mm I mean this is this yeah, I did I mean I did. don't don't get me wrong, Robin Gibbons is still up, but i do I would say in this movie, they were neck and neck, I mean it... it, it you, I put it to you like this: You got Holly Berry, you got uh Robin Givens, you got Leland Rashawn. you winning. Whoever you wind up
0: with in this movie, definitely. And um, and you even get uh who was it? Grace Slick, right? <laughs> was that her? <laughs> is, is was that her name?
6: Grace Slick? Oh, you're talking. I know you're talking about. Um, I can't think of the name at the moment.
0: Grace Jones. Grace Jones. Stranger. Yes. Grace Jones.
6: Oh, oh, that's yeah. That's,
0: you get to see her basically naked too. Um, but yeah, man, what a goddamn great fucking movie this is. If you again this is one movie if you have not seen Boomerang, we will, I promise, do a show do a full show on Boomerang because that movie right there is worth a full show. And uh we will get to it one day, I promise you. But John Witherspoon takes over the movie right there and that honest to god dude that whole scene is probably one of the best scenes if not the best scene in the whole movie with 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 him in it and just the whole thing and especially i mean i quoted that line last night the uh you know don't be pussy whipped," and he's sitting there licking his fingers and shit that's what i mean (laughs) (laughs)
6: Yeah, and honestly, you know we're gonna get to it. I don't, I don't, know, I don't know if you have it queued up. I don't know if you have it as one of your clips. I'm gonna have to send it to you. That is actually a little bit of continuity in Friday After Next with that, because they 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 do a callback to that line. Do I, I that. and he literally points to his eye, I
0: whips, pussy. I, I, I don't have that queued up. I'm sorry, Anthony. I apologize. I'm I'm letting you know down that. at this moment.
6: No, we'll we'll get to. We're still in like the early 90s. This is like We are. And, early and, and, 2000s, So we, we'll, we'll get there. We'll and, get there.
0: And truthfully, we're going to end with Friday because there's one thing and it just wouldn't make sense to play it. So, the last movie I do and I I, I don't know if I I didn't talk to Anthony about this, but I'd like to end with talking about Friday. So yeah, we're, we're going to get into the range because
4: mm-hmm.
6: John Witherspoon definitely has a lot of range, and the best way to describe uh, John Witherspoon is he's he's that family member, and everybody has that one family member that embarrasses the fuck out of you <laughs> whenever you bring whenever you bring him around. Uh huh. As this scene kind of demonstrates, I but, yeah, I do, but 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 he he does it in a way where he has a twinkle in his eye. You know he doesn't mean any harm with anything. He's not being malicious. Yep,
0: and, and you love him. And you love him for it. Absolutely, absolutely. He, he said he's basically just being himself. He pretty much is. He pretty much. is. And I mean, just like I said when we listened to that interview with Vlad, he was being hilarious. He didn't even know he was being hilarious, but he was being hilarious. So, it just, it completely just, you know, he's just that kind of guy. It's just in his DNA to be funny and just, it's, it's, it's not something that he has to manufacture or, or, or force. It just comes out of him naturally.
6: So. I guess it's like, he's one of those guys, like, you know, you always hear it every time and like, in wrestling terms, Mm -hmm. you just, you just take your real life personality and turn it up to a hundred. I feel like that's what he does. It's just, and, and. I can't to a person. I've heard the same exact thing. What you see on camera is not too far
0: off the real person, right? It's just toned down. Yeah, it. it, I mean, you can tell. Like I said in the in that interview, you can completely tell what is going on. So, but um, all right, Anthony. You know what? Real quick, and I know you want to get back to the Wayans brothers, and chronologically, we should be going to the Wayans brothers, but. There's a little stop in the middle there. It's a 40-second clip, and it's from Vampire in Brooklyn. Okay. And it's just a 40-second clip of um, John Witherspoon being hilarious. Let me see. I've got it right here. 41 seconds. Excuse me. I don't want to give you guys that extra second without telling you. So here we go. It's all about the dog.
3: A what? It was a whoop, goddammit. Big black second-ass whoop motherfucker jumped up the boat and ran over there. When it got there, son of a bitch turned into a man, getting the flip-flop shit on me. Just like a whore I knew in Detroit back in 62, 63. I go over house on Saturday night, this love me, man. Take a chicken and some trestles. I come to the door, she's a man, flip-flopping this shit. You ever <laughs> seen a motherfucker flip-flop on you and shit like this And your face, don't crazy to be flipping the shit.
2: So the wolf you saw looks something like that right there?
3: What the wolf? The wolf. Hell no, that ain't look like that's a true while compared to the motherfucker PubMed. You must be crazy. You seen
0: the wolf man? Yeah. To the twenty fifth power. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Now, Anthony, have you ever seen Vampire in Brooklyn? It, I'll be honest, it's been a long time. But you but you have so seen I, it
6: I've seen it, but I I don't remember a, a lot of it. I remembered that part, but I don't remember a lot of like the plot and things like that.
0: Oh, another Eddie Murphy movie. Did you now were you a fan of that? Yes. I liked that movie. I thought it was actually a very funny movie. Uh Kadeem Hardison is in that, if I'm not mistaken. Um
6: Angela Bassett. Mm. Angela
0: Bassett, who oof. And uh, you can still see her if you uh watch the T V show nine one one on Mondays. Um it's it's on Hulu every Tuesday, so if you want to watch it on Hulu, you can go ahead and watch it. That's the show want Ron- today. Uh, that's the show Ronda Rousey is on also. Oh, Angela Bassett is still a gorgeous woman. Even at her age, and you should see her now. She's like ripped and she has short hair. She looks amazing.
6: And uh if you want more evidence that black don't crack box. Uh huh. Uh are you do you know who uh Vanessa Bell Calloway is? Um I'd probably place her if I saw her. Yeah, uh do a Google image search on her, present day, and you'll be like, whoa. All right, give me that name yeah. one more time. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Vanessa Bell Calloway.
0: Dell No, Bell. Del- Bell, excuse me, with a B. Yes, Bell. Oh, I put N. What the hell, B? It's right beside the fucking letter.
6: Stop drinking, bro. Stop drinking. No, I need to drink more.
0: <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm looking it up. Here we go. Oh. Okay. Yeah, and she's uh, she, uh
6: <laughs> pretty much in the same age bracket as uh, Angela Bassett, sir.
0: Yeah, and actually over the pictures that I've are right here on Google I can kind of see the the timeline and they even got a young picture up here and wow, yeah. Man. Yeah.
6: Take care take take care of yourself while you're young, kids. Take Definitely. care of yourself while
0: you're young. <laughs> Definitely. But um that movie right there is really a great fuck it it's it's um you know what it's not a great movie. It's it's one of those movies, it's it's sort of a parodyish movie. Um, Kadeem Hardison is hilarious in that movie, and actually, the person John um, uh, Witherspoon is talking to is G Money from New um, New Jack City. Yeah, yeah, Alan Payne. There you go. That's who it is, right there. So, definitely a movie, another movie you want to check out that that uh, that we're going to. But Anthony, now we can get to the Wayans brothers a little more, since chronologically, that's where we'd be going anyway. Yes,
6: Box. Uh, Were you a fan of the Wayans in the the mid-90s? Because, Uh, I mean, this show, I'm sorry. (laughs) I mean, it holds up incredibly well for me. It's
0: hilarious. Actually, I never saw the Wayans Brothers show. I was a fan of In Living Color. So, I don't know if that means I was a Wayans fan. I do like Damon Wayans. I do like all the Wayans brothers. Marlon is hilarious. So... I like him. I, I like the Wayans brothers. I just never seen the actual show. Uh, you disappoint me, sir. You disappoint I'm sorry, me. man. I what? know, man. I'm, I'm, I'm letting you down all over the place tonight, Anthony. I'm sorry. No, about no, that. no, no, no. You can redeem yourself. Like, take a
6: break from uh, binge watching uh, NYPD Blue huh? because Wayans, I want to say that's only like a hundred episodes, hundred and one, hundred and two, something like that. Hundred and one. Five, five seasons. It's a hundred. You, you can bang that. Yeah, you can bang that out in like two weeks, sir.
0: Shit, I actually banged out a uh, Flashpoint in one. That's five seasons, one week. I know, I'm and, weird. I'm weird. And, and Flashpoint, Flashpoint, what? That's 45 minutes of episode. Eh, about 40, 41, 43. Remember, right, right, so, Yeah, yeah, between 41 and 43, and these are 30 minute so, episodes, right? Take out commercials, probably like 20 minutes. Probably 20. Yeah, I'll find it. Yeah, you know me. Really? I'll find it. I'll get it. Bro.
6: No, but uh, but uh, once you watch the show, man, like. These guys had incredible chemistry.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Incredible chemistry. You you could have easily believed that he had that, that these were his uh, kiddos.
4: <laughs>
6: yeah, the well, same did like the same comedic energy. Mm-hmm. Timing was on point, and uh,
0: as you'll see, do you have the the song queued up? Yes, sir, I do. Yes, sir, I do. And this is Pops Williams and the Temptones. Bang, bang, Let's- bang.
3: Say the comment. 30 years ago, my group, the Tim Tones, broke up. But like they say, you can't keep a good thing down. Ladies and gentlemen, the new Tim Tones. Let's hear it.
0: So there you go. Do, uh, uh, do you want to hear the real temp tone? You want to hear the real one? Sure. All well, right. Then. Give me a second. Let me get it going. here. Hold on. Just letting it play. Kind of want to break it up. Here we go.
1: Bill, you're sorry, but out. once again. <laughs>
0: Right. A little, uh, little callback to the uh, Motown roots he was talking about when we first started the show, Anthony. Yeah, and it's a, is it is a pretty catchy ass song. Actually, it is that's not bad at all. Believe it or not, he's not a horrible singer at all. That's not bad. That's not bad. But uh, yeah, I, I just realized that's a little callback to the beginning of the show right there, where Vlad was talking to him about his brother, and we played the song, and you know, he said he knew all those guys in Motown, Marvin Gaye, and all those guys and man that would have been a great that would have been really cool to know all those guys man back then you know that he said he played basketball with the temptations and shit like that that's some cool shit man you know
6: yeah and um i gotta say because um avi we mentioned earlier that uh, wayne's brothers was on for five seasons 101 episodes both uh Sean and Marlon put out very particularly Marlon put out a a touching tribute man on uh, his Instagram
4: mm-hmm. uh
6: wow. broken crushed devastated but but just he thanked God that he got to spend five years of wow. his life with the nicest sweetest humblest and and that's what I want to point out and all and all of the uh you know just doing like research and taking notes beyond like his Talent, because I think you know, saying that the guy's talented, he's hilarious is kind of redundant. Right. What I was mostly impressed with was how much people had to say about his character, what kind of a person he was. Right. Uh, I mean, honestly, I haven't had a never heard a bad thing about him while he was alive. No, and people people kept the same energy after he passed away, and and that to me speaks volumes about a person's character. If pe- if people can speak well of you while you're living, as well as when you pass away, that pretty much says all that needs to be said about what kind of person you
0: are. Yeah, definitely. Absolutely, man. And like you said, never heard a bad word about the guy. Never, ever, ever. No scandals, no this, no that. He just kind of did his thing and was just funny. And that was all he was, which was, and uh, which was all he needed to be because it got, it, it definitely brought him a lot of fucking success in the business. But, um, so yeah, but yeah, I I I I will watch The Wayans Brothers. Haven't seen it, and yeah, I mean that I could see. I mean, yeah, they got to spend five years with him. That's uh, that's something you should never take for granted, especially with uh, you know him going. And I don't know. I mean, he didn't seem sick. I mean, he made a video hours before. You know, Anthony. Yeah,
6: and and he seemed basically the the vibe I get is that he was like a calming influence for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. A calming influence, like uh, brought up Steve Harvey's name earlier. Uh, When Steve Harvey was coming up, because they basically, he called him like the grandfather of uh, stand-up comics. Right. Because he basically, he predates anybody that's hot now, that's been hot for like the past 20 to 30 years, he predates all of those guys. Mm
4: -hmm.
6: Martin, Chris Rock, Eddie Murphy, Dave Chappelle. So basically, he's almost, they look at him as like the godfather. And there was a point in uh, Steve Harvey's career where he was just like, man, why, why am I not getting bulked? Why am I not this? Why, why isn't things going my way? He said, you just gotta keep telling them jokes. What else are you want to do?
4: Mm-hmm.
6: Keep telling them jokes, man. You gotta, gotta work on your craft. There you so go. He was like, like mentorship, even on the uh, Wayne's Brothers, uh, uh, 'cause they had, to, they fought a lot of battles apparently, behind the scenes to kind of get their vision of that show to make air, and uh, <laughs> Johnny. They called them spoons. He basically was like the common, like, look, calm down. You're doing, you're doing good work. You just got to like, you got to learn how he basically taught them how to fight their battles. Right. <laughs> in a more professional way. Huh. Nice. Cause they were young and full of piss
0: and vinegar. Put it like that. Right. And they were all over it trying to fight, fight, fight tooth and nail and yeah, best to compromise. And I'm sure that's what he was probably telling them. Figure yeah. out a way pick, to get pick, it. Pick, pick, pick your battles. Pick your battles. <laughs> exactly. Um, now, Anthony. Yes, sir. Since we're going to end with Friday, I guess the next movie we should be getting into is next Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. Let's do it. I mean, I got one quick clip, and we'll go from there. Oop! damn it! Wrong button. Let
3: me over, please. Let me over. I gotta help myself too. I got a burning in my stomach. Oh, my stomach hurts. Oh, man. Officer, please. Oh, just drive past. Is that a gas station over there? Oh, here we go. Yeah, that's a gas station. Hey, man, get out of the way! Get out of the way! Hurry up! Oh, you look, I got some pennies to take care of! Fuck you, alcohol! Hope the bathroom is clean. If it ain't, I don't
4: give a damn. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh,
3: boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. oh boy. Damn! I knew I should have eaten all that hot sauce.
4: Oh, boy. Oh,
3: oh boy. Sabu! I have seen all your movies, man! Room. Oh, you bad. Ran that magic carpet board. I ain't got to worry about no gas. <laughs> I don't want to buy no hubcap. It is. It is. Oh. Say hello to Gaddafi for me. Oh, boy. Oh, oh boy. Oh,
4: boy. Oh, boy. Oh, oh.
3: Hey! Hey! Come on out of here. I got emergency here. Come on. Come on, man. Come on out of there. Come on
4: out of here. I Freaking. Th-
3: Mr. Jones? Stanley? Uh, hi, how are you? What are you doing here? Well, I'm actually looking
1: for
2: a new house out here because I have to move out of the hood. The crime is really getting yeah, better. Yeah, you know what? I'll Oh, Mr. Jones, I wouldn't recommend that anybody go in there for at least 35, 45 minutes. <laughs> it's kind
1: of pretty bad. I don't know what happened. Get I the know what fuck happened.
3: out of my face, Stanley! Stanley. <laughs> oh, Lord! Stanley! Ooh,
4: ooh, ooh, ooh. ooh
0: all right now he had a much i would say a much smaller part next friday wouldn't you say anthony
4: uh he he was
0: yeah
6: i mean not not, not as many memorable parts although i will say we should have played the scene that set up that bathroom scene
4: because
6: <laughs> once again it was a little thing but the I know. whole Hot sauce on my burrito, baby. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, that, that was I mean, it, it was a small thing, but it was hilarious.
0: I get it. Go ahead and talk real quick. Give me a minute. Go ahead and talk about but, next Friday a little bit.
6: Well, next Friday, it was funny. It had its moments. Uh, <laughs> now, that little scene that we just played, now in a day, that would be construed as, even back then, but people just weren't overly sensitive about things, that probably could be construed as a little, little racist. But it was still funny. I mean, <laughs> I mean, do you, do you think if that if that line were said today, people would be up in arms about it, or do you think they let
0: it slide? Because it was funny. It was, it was. They probably would let it slide. I mean, it's, it's. I mean, I, I don't know, man. Not. It was so over the top. I,
6: I can't see people getting offended by that.
0: No, I well. Jesus, oh, no, I'm, too,
6: I know I should I shouldn't I shouldn't, I, shouldn't I'm, I might be giving people too much credit. Somebody but would I, I Somebody
0: would, uh, would have been offended by it, but but I don't know, not me. But uh, all right, here you go, Anthony. I don't know. This looks like it might not be the best vo- audio, but uh, let's do this. You
3: know, you know, you look good to me, mm. man, I Can't feel my, my legs, man. Put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby.
4: You know, you look good to me. Mm.
0: Man. A lot of the videos we saw of him were really bad audio. That one wasn't the best audio, but at least you guys heard it. I think you heard it. Um It should have been loud enough. I hope it was, guys. But uh yeah, there you go. That was the one you wanted to hear, Anthony.
6: <laughs> yeah, but you see what I mean though?
0: It was a it was a small
6: thing. Definitely. But, you,
0: but I remember it. I remember it. I wonder if that was an ad lib. I much you want to bet that was an ad lib? That whole that whole scene was probably an ad lib for him. So now, now, now I guess as a, you
6: know, a callback from the uh, Vlad interview, that little portion we played, he basically said he ad libbed a lot of his lines. Mm-hmm. Now, now he's a, like you said. You pointed out that he seems like he's a naturally funny guy, right? If, if you're a director. And you and you have this talent. You're working with this talent. Would you lean more towards trusting his judgment, or would you would you be one of those directors that had to,
0: you would have to stick to your vision? I would trust him just on the success he's had. Why would you not?
6: And just the fact that he's funny. Like it. it like it. Put it to you like this: If you're a person that understands comedy, because comedy is hard. Mm-hmm. Hard. I mean, I mean, comedy. I would say like. When you think when you break down all of the different uh, styles of acting, I would say comedy hands down is the hardest to do because everybody's sensibilities are different. You right. know, you, you look at something like SNL back in the day. I mean, you, even though you weren't you, you were still a kid, you don't remember like the early early days of SNL. People consider that those first five years like quintessential SNL, right? Like in terms of like peak SNL. If you want a if you want a broad representation of what made SNL great, you look at seventy five to eighty.
0: Definitely, seventy five to eighty. And I now, yeah personally that's, yeah and I would I was I was I was born and five years old between those those uh, those <laughs> between those years. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, but
6: um, but uh, now I was a personally a fan of the bad boy era, you okay. know, Chris Rock and Definitely. Chris Farley and Adam uh-huh. Sandler, but a lot of people shit on those years like oh, the, the humor was too sophomoric, it was too it wasn't nuanced it was this it was that now you you were a you know you were a teenager
0: you even like what early twenties mid teens
6: yeah. what what did you think of that era
0: i would, I was a fan of that era I love chris rock i loved obviously i love chris farley if you if you don't know how much I love Chris Farley, please go back in our archives on shoutengine dot com slash Hollywood hangout and you can get the Chris Farley episode right there um Big fan of him. And I'm a Sandler fan. I'm a Sandler fan. You know I'm a Sandler fan. I like Adam Sandler. See, that's one of the reasons, believe it or not, a lot of people think, and I've said this before, a lot of people think Sandler is just baby talk and really has no talent and he's kind of a one-trick pony. I don't believe that about Sandler. I really don't. I don't believe that narrative on him. I think he's much more – we've seen him in serious movies – We've seen him in funny movies. Uh, He's good in both, in my opinion. I mean, one of my favorite Salem movies is, you know, the 51st Dates. I mean, maybe not because, I mean, Drew Barrymore is in it. Uh, Anyway, Um, (laughs) she is just amazingly hot. Hot. But, uh, you know, but I mean, that's, and, and that's, he's funny in that movie, but he's also serious in that movie. And uh, plus, he's not a dumb person. He get, you know, you uh,
6: work with what, you uh, dance with what brung you. Exactly. You know, you know what sells. And put it to you like this. If you you compare his box office, whenever he's deviated from the baby talk, the gross out humor, the sophomore humor, the dick jokes, the toilet humor, guess what? (laughs) He basically, the movie plummets. Like critics may have loved it. But the fans say, nah, I, I uh, rain over me, mm-hmm. eight crazy nights. You can keep that shit. Give me happy, give, give me baby talk, Adam Sandler. Give me airheads, Adam Sandler. Give me Billy Madison, Adam Sandler. Give me Happy Gilmore, Adam
0: Sandler. I prefer grown ups, Adam Sandler. Like I, I really like both those grown ups movies. So, but I'm a fan of all those, and 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 you know, as, as far as Saturday Night Live, I mean, it's a completely different show now, which. You know, I'm, I'm. I don't really want to get into that, to be honest with you, but uh, it, it's a, no. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> it's and, and look, it's got and to be honest with you, it's got nothing to do, to do with politics. It, as SNL has always been sort of a show that did political stuff. I mean, Dana Carvey made fun of Bush. I mean, that was a great impression he did a Bush. Another, another another underrated piece of talent right there. Absolutely, here. I really don't have a problem with the political humor on that show. My problem with that show is it's just it's it's just not the same show anymore. Plain and simple. Nothing yeah. to do with nothing to do with the political humor. That show has been political for a very very long time, and I really don't care about political humor. I, I really don't. It's it, yeah. it, Sometimes it's funny. Sometimes it's not. So believe it or not, I have. Laughed very loud every now and then at 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 Alec Baldwin doing that impression because he's actually very good at it. It's funny when he does it. I don't have a problem. Again, dude, it's comedy. I I know a lot of people are like, "Fucking Alec Baldwin shouldn't be fucking doing that shit." I'm not that guy. Again, I can see comedy where it's comedy, and you know, it's it's funny. Political humor is it. It's just not the same show. The comedy is not the same. And you know what? I hate that. And, and you know what? It's got not as much to do with who's on the show. Comedy itself just isn't the same
6: anymore, man. You know what it is? And, you know, we're going to get back to John Witherspoon in a second. Definitely. Because that, that, but I, I want to make this point about uh, SNL. Uh, first off, I, I'm glad uh, they're giving uh, some spotlight to Keenan Thompson. I think he's talented. Uh, but... I feel like part of the reason why SNL doesn't have that same edge to it is because, for one, the level of talent is not the same. All due respect. I mean, like I said, nobody on, i don't even know everybody on the show presently because I've been checked out of uh, SNL for a, a number of years now. Mm. But it, I can—I I can guarantee you, you don't have anybody on there that measures up to the likes of Belushi. Chevy Chase, Dan Aykroyd, Dana Carvey, Mike Myers, uh, Will Ferrell from more modern times. So there's that issue. And also, I feel like just because of the current climate that we live in, SNL, I can guarantee you, they don't push the envelope anymore. Yes, they still do the political humor. But if you look at early SNL, even mid-90s SNL, it had a certain edge to it. You know, you brought up Chris Rock earlier, Adam Sandler, Chris Farley. When those guys were on it, they didn't give a fuck. No. <laughs> you, you know, and, and and going back to your era, well, sort of your era, when you had Belushi on there, they gave even less of a fuck. You know what I mean? <laughs> they 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 were doing shit stoned that they were doing uh skits stoned that of their mind.
0: Oh my god, Belushi was either drunk or fucking coked up or something like, every like, fucking like,
6: show. And, and like like great i back in the day. I know you don't like the Reebok but um i had read like this big ass book on like the history of snl
4: mm-hmm.
6: and like you know like some of those more iconic moments and scenes on snl with the b costumes and all that right that people remember those characters mm-hmm. they were stoned out of their mind and i oh. love it it hell it, yes it adds to the gra- dude it adds to the greatness of john Belushi,
4: <laughs> dude that
6: was that was the <laughs> was era dude. Was wild time boy I, I, sometimes i wish i had came up in the 70s I had to have been like a teenager, early, you know, early 20s guy because
0: the 70s was wild. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'm, I'm not saying drugs were acceptable back then, but everybody was just fucked up and no one cared. And that carried into the 80s, dude. Especially you know? with Coke. My God, dude. People were doing Coke out in the open in the 80s. Watch, dude, Wolf of Wall Street. They're just sitting in a restaurant doing him and Matthew McConaughey. Well, you know, DiCaprio and McConaughey are just sitting there doing coke in a restaurant. Yeah. Eddie Griffin, yeah. um, he he said,
6: "I'm oh no, I'm not saying." Look, first of all, let me clarify. I'm not trying to accuse Eddie Eddie Griffin of doing coke or anything. <laughs> oh. I was watching an interview, coincidentally with uh, Vlad on Vlad TV. All right, where he basically said, "I'm old enough." He was talking about the Bill Cosby situation, mm-hmm. and uh, he said, "I'm old enough to remember the '70s, back when you could go to like Studio 54 and you see the guys with the chains, and they would have like the little coke spoons on them." I'm like, wow. Like, yeah, he said, I, yeah, I didn't know that was a
0: thing. I mean, I wasn't old enough to remember that, but I've – yeah, I mean, it was just a different time back then, man. Things were more acceptable. People were just rarely – I guess everybody was just coked up and no one gave a fuck. I guess that's what was going on. But um, all right, let's transfer back to where we were. And yes, uh, Anthony, chronologically, we had uh, talked about um, next Friday – and, um, where are we after that?
6: So 2000, we can kind of go to, uh, the last Friday, um, that he was in Friday after next. Um, now overall, overall, cause he, he was a big part of the Friday franchise, Mr. Jones, mm-hmm. uh, as a father figure, like what, what did you think about him? What did you think about him in that role? I mean, you never seen him on the Wayne brothers, but just based off of the Friday franchise, I, I thought, mean, yeah. what, did, what did you think? Did you think he played a good father figure type role?
0: Yeah. Now, full disclosure, I've actually never seen Friday after, after next.
6: Okay.
0: I But you saw the, I, I de-
6: the de- saw the first two.
0: I definitely saw the first two. I think he's a good father. And when we get to Friday, that'll actually be proven in some of the scenes that we play. Um, actually, yes, definitely the last scene to play. It'll, it, it, it'll be proven right there. Um, but uh, I think he always was a, a good father figure. And that's why he played that father figure in most movies. I mean, Boomerang, we talked about, he was the father. In Wayne's Brothers, he was the father. In Fridays, he was the father. He definitely had that role down. He was the older, funny, crazy, kind of crazy, but funny, crazy father figure. And uh, I think he had that role nailed.
6: And the funny thing is, he was asked... um, I think coincidentally enough, in that uh, DL clip that I sent you, mm. um, he was asked, like, you know, what's your secret? Like, what's your secret to longevity? And like, why, like what separates you? Like, why have you been able to kind of like maintain a career after all these years where so many people haven't? And he basically broke it down. Like, well, when I was a young guy, I played young characters. <laughs> when I was, a, you know, <laughs> when I was a middle-aged guy, I played a middle-aged guy. When I was older, he basically, all oh, he stayed in his lane is how he broke it down. There you go. But so so as he got older, you know how like sometimes guys get older or women get older, and they're still trying to play young roles? And it looks all yeah. kind of – like I mean, how many times <laughs> – like, you know, you see some of these like high school comedy <laughs> where, where somebody's supposed to be 16 and, you know, damn well, like 28, and it just looks all
0: – You know what, dude? <laughs> I, I'll, I'll admit something. Today I woke up and decided I want to watch Grease. I watched Grease. You got to realize most of those people in Greece were in their mid-twenties, if not early thirties in that movie. So So, it was gross. Huh? So it was kind of gross.
6: Well. you were saying, like, a a 30-year-old trying to act like he's 16?
0: It was. And and (laughs) it's it's exactly what you're talking about. Exactly what you're talking about. It kind of ties right in there. Because he he did. He stuck with his roles. And when he got older, he put an older guy. And I think he really fit that father figure role perfectly. Because like like, like we just brought up a minute ago, he's sitting there playing the father in almost every movie he's in. And it just fits him. And, and Movie and TV show, actually. And it just fits him, man. It just fits him. And you know what? He's the kind of guy that if he was your dad, you'd be both embarrassed and laughing your ass off at the same time.
6: Yeah, he's one of those guys that if he was your dad, you couldn't... You couldn't be mad at the guy. You couldn't stay mad at him. You might be mad at him in the moment. Right. But after you took a step back and realized that it's my dad. Yeah. Just it, crazy that, dad. That, that's my dad being dad. Like and look, everybody's had those moments with their parents where you felt in the moment, you're like, eh, you pissed off, you're angry. But then after you take a step back and you just kind of like woosah, you're like, shh, that's just Pops being Pops. That's just mama being mama. Yeah. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. Now- before you get to the, uh, I'm not even going to spoil a clip, because I know you know what I'm going to. You know what I'm queuing you up for. I do. Got to play the clip and then just transition from there.
0: All right. Are you? You are going with Soul Plane, right? Yeah. Okay. Want to make sure. Want to make sure we're talking. We're on the same page. Here we go.
3: Mm. I don't know what smells better, this meal, or your delightful perfume.
2: Thank
3: you. You're too kind. No. A lot of smart women find blind means sexy. You know why?
2: No. But I'm sure you're about
3: to tell me. When you lose one sense, it makes your other senses stronger. I have more of a sensitive touch than the average man. Please! Let me tell you about this love I had. She was on the trampoline, landed right in my lap. Bang! She stayed there for 15 years. See, people are crazy about me. They love me. You don't say. Don't say it. I do say it. What I'm talking about. These people love me. See these fingers here? These fingers got eyes on them. There's like 20 20 vision. You know what I mean? They, they. Let me move that other leg out of the way. Move that dress up a little bit, girl. Oh, boy. Moist. just as tender as you can be. You little frisky thing, ain't you? You got a little puddle here. Oh, you big, too. You ain't no baby. This is wonderful. I love this speaking stuff like that. go ahead and just let yourself go. Come on now. I'm gonna let myself go to am feeling something too. This ain't this ain't like me. I don't usually go this quick. Yeah, but oh, I'm going
4: after. Oh boy.
3: I'ma tell you, where's my yak? Where's my yak?
4: Oh,
2: Oh, no, it, it's cool. I, I, I'm the attendant. Oh, you can set this one out, my brother. I'm just gonna wash my
3: hands. I got me a wild woman sitting next to me, and look what I got. bang Stinky Pinky! Yes, yeah, Stinky Pinky. <laughs> uh,
2: here you go. Hey, hey, brother, I ain't watching that one. I'm watching
3: this one. <laughs> She's using cilantro. Ooh, I love that freaky shit.
2: <clears throat> Man, the only <laughs> way you got Stinky Pinky is if you were sitting next to Miss Potato Head. There's always some dude who's a player hater because he ain't getting none. A you know what? Just because you're blind don't mean I won't whoop your ass. Looking like a disco lemon, you son of a bitch.
0: Ah, so there we go. Now, Anthony. Yes, sir. I lost you for a minute there. But I, I like I said, dude, I've been watching Witherspoon Sp- uh, With clips all
6: week. So, nah. I, how are you? <laughs> I'm right, in the plus old plane. <laughs> I, I, I know some acquired taste for a lot of people. And I know for a lot of folk, it don't age well, but I, I still think
0: the movie's hilarious. <laughs> I, I, That movie's a guilty pleasure of mine, bro. I ain't gonna lie. It really is. I like that movie. That's one of those movies, if it's on, I'll put it on and just go do shit around the house. I don't mind that movie. I actually think it's kind of a funny movie. Not a great movie. Listen, it's got a ton of. It, it was just one of those '90s movies that threw a bunch of. Well, well actually, what what year was it, Anthony?
6: That's actually mid Mid-2000. two thousand. Mid two thousand two thousand and four. Two thousand four. So, <laughs> damn about you. Be, how much have you drunk
0: tonight, sir? Not <laughs> enough, obviously. Yes, two thousand four. So, I mean, it was just one of. those... And they just threw you know a bunch of rappers in the movie, and it. But to me, I don't know. I, I can take a comedy for
6: what it is. Look, dude. I look look at it like this. I don't know at what point... I don't know. I I don't know what point movies had to be like... Everything had to be like a classic. Everything had to be like, you know, teach a lesson. You know, message. When did everything have to be a message? Sometimes (laughs) they call the television, or they used to call the television, the idiot box for a reason. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you just want to turn your brain off and just... Watch something and enjoy it for what it is—mindless entertainment. Right. That—that—that's what TV and movies are supposed to. Like, don't get me wrong. Sometimes it's good to watch something that challenges your challenges your thought process, makes you think, makes you hmm. But sometimes you just want to watch something we can just turn your brain off. Soul Plane falls in that category. Yep. A movie like American Pie falls in that category. Porky's, Revenge of the Nerds. Sometimes you just want to watch a movie where you just can have fun with it and not
0: yep. to overthink it. Yep. Exactly, man. And I mean, look, so plain you can give it as all the shit you want, but to me, it's not a bad movie. It's not horrible. It's not great. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and be like, listen, that movie, you need to watch it. It's got really good dialogue. It's a great movie. No, no,
6: no. Great but tits in this movie. Yeah. I want to say that. It was a great day in this movie.
0: And it's a really not a fucking bad movie at all. It's worth just, like, like I said, if you're going to do some shit around the house, put it on.
6: And it's a quick movie, too. Like It's one of those movies that once you turn it on,
0: you feel like, wow, where did the time go? Because it, it, it flies by. Well, yeah, that. And let's see, how long is that movie? Let's see, that movie is uh, an hour and 26 minutes also. So, <laughs> yeah, we it might sure does. To, we, might actually,
6: we might actually have to do that on the show. Oh. When, cause it, it's, a, it's a lot of quotables on it in that movie. We'll do that one night when I'm drinking more. Um, <laughs> Come but, on, boss! Come on! It's, it's, don't say that. It, it, it's almost like you're putting it in the fat beach category. Like, no, 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 tricky for that one.
0: No, 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 no. I'll, 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 I'll never forgive you for fat beach. But um, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll work through it, Anthony. We'll work through it, brother. Uh, I
6: can't, I can't believe that, bro. I can't believe, I can't believe you
0: don't see the glory, the greatness that was Fat Beach. I'm telling you, man. If there if, if if there weren't tits in that movie, I. I probably wouldn't be talking to you right now. Uh, but, uh, but, uh, the only but, thing you remember from that movie is tits. Yeah, but uh, anyway, um, Anthony, I think I know where we're going next after Soul Plane.
6: Yep, I'm not. No spoilers. I'm gonna do Just it. Play the uh, play the song. Transition into the clip. I am sir. The
1: soul Refused. I am the visual, the inspiration that made ladies in the blues. I'm the spark that makes your idea bright. The same spark that lights the dark, so that you can load are not from your flight. I am the ballad in your box, the bullet in the gun, the in the glow that let you know to call your brother son, the story that just begun, the promise of what's to come, and I'ma remain a soldier till the war is farm. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I am the stone that the builder refused. I am the visual the inspiration that made ladies in the blues. I'm the spot that makes your idea bright.
0: The same spot that likes the dark, so that you can know enough from your flight. I am the ballad in your box, the bullet in the gun that in the glow let you know There we go, Anthony. We're talking the boondocks. Yes, sir.
6: Um this now let me guess. Is this another show you haven't watched yet? It is. I it's only seen four this. seasons, bro, and you gotta watch it, man. Like I I nothing I can say can do this show justice. And this is another show that they were gonna reboot. And uh I hope I mean I hope out of respect to John Willispoon, because he voiced uh granddad on this show. huh. Out of respect to him, I hope they don't try to find another actor. I hope they don't try to find another way to do it because he gave so much life to that character. And we got some clips lined up to kind of illustrate that point to where you, nobody else, nobody else can replace. I mean, certain people are just irreplaceable in certain roles. Right. And it's just one of those things, man, where if if you lose a key, a, a key person in a movie or a TV show it's best to let it go. I mean, yeah. Case in point, case in point, you look at uh, the Connors you had, you still, even though you have a lot of the key people, it's still not the connors without Roseanne. yeah it's it, 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 it is it's, it's, i mean i've tried to watch a few episodes it's not the same bro it's it's, it's, it's it's the dynamic is not there
0: yeah it it's it's and i i haven't watched any of it and again it's, it's i i i think the reason they they fired her was a little knee jerk reaction probably shouldn't have happened worst things have happened since she did that and um I'm a little yeah. surprised they haven't decided to uh, try to get her back, but um, I don't know. Yeah. I haven't watched, but yeah. I mean, look, you you go back and you see some reboots of some movies, and you're like, man, this just isn't the same. Listen, there's a ton of movies you could you you could say that with that just have, you know, I mean, oh, Jesus Christ, even Triple X. Remember when they brought in Ice Cube for the for that one movie? Yeah. Instead of Vin Diesel, it wasn't the same. Yeah, it just wasn't the fucking same. You know, it yeah. it, it just wasn't. It. And that movie did horribly. I did I, again. That was one movie I didn't I didn't mind. It was fine. I mean, any action and, uh, movie.
6: Uh, yeah, it, yeah. It, it's, it's funny that you mentioned uh, Vin Diesel because you look at the Fast and the Furious franchise. Yeah, um, they had the perfect. I mean. I shouldn't say perfect because, you know, the guy, you know, it's a tragedy that uh, Paul Walker died so young, mm-hmm. especially this way he died. fucking tragic. Definitely. But they, they, I mean, at that last one, that he was in because I, I, I want to say that he actually died in the while he was making it. But but they had enough they had enough footage of him to finish it out. And then they did that beautiful tribute with the song at the end. That was the perfect bow on that series, on that franchise.
0: Yep. They should have ended it.
6: They should have ended it there, bro. I mean, like the the song "I'll See You Again" and all that. It was a beautiful ending. I saw that and the people had tears in their eyes. It, <laughs> it was a per. It was the perfect way to wrap up that franchise. There yep. was no fucking reason to continue it after that because it would not. It wasn't going to be the same.
0: No, no, it wasn't. And they just kept going. And I mean, they even used his brother to finish that movie off. Yeah, uh,
6: just like, yeah, yeah. that, that was kind of
0: douchey, but, you know. <laughs>
6: that, that's, an, that's another argument for mm, another episode. It
0: definitely is. But um, <laughs> back to the boondocks, Anthony. I know you want to play some of the clips, so yeah. I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to hit them. Here we go. Come on.
4: Ow! Mm-hmm.
0: You having that dream where you made the white people riot, weren't you?
4: But I was
3: telling the truth! How many times have I told you you better not even dream about telling white folk the truth? You understand me? Shoot. Making white people ride. You better learn how to lie like me. I'm going to find me a white man and lie to him right now. It niggas don't act like niggas. See? That's what I'm talking about right there. We don't use the N-word in this house.
2: Granddad, you said the word, nigga, 46 times yesterday.
3: I counted. Nigga, hush. No crystal like I do.
2: She's a wonderful woman.
3: She's in my heart. She's in my soul. I just want to be her everything. And for your information, children, I had relations with Kristal last night.
4: Ew, oh, God. come on, please. Please. Why on would you Nobody share that? I was supposed to have nice wrinkles. dreams tonight, man. And she
3: didn't charge me a dime. Mm-hmm. I'm not gay, but Moe was a very sexy man. We used to call him Moe bitches? I once saw Moe <clears throat> in his underwear? And it, I wish I had a father- I wish I had a father- like I wish I had a father like Moe Jackson. Moe Jackson paid my rent over 50 times. Okay, this is bullshit. <gasps> Moe Jackson was an ass
2: That <gasps> 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 Christmas is a pagan holiday, and Jesus probably hates you for celebrating it.
3: There ain't gonna be no Scrooges in this house, boy.
2: Look, Grandad, it's clear from the scripture that Jesus was not born in winter. The shepherds who saw the angels announcing his birth would not have been out in their fields in December. The Palestinian winters are too cold, if you believe in that sort of thing. The truth is Christmas evolved from the Roman holiday Saturnalia, a winter festival where men gave gifts to each other. They also would get drunk, have sex with each other, and beat their wives. People would act so crazy on Christmas, the holiday was outlawed by the Protestant church until the 1800s. As a matter of fact, the United States Congress (laughs) <laughs> granddad
3: granddad i'm sorry boy what was that
1: i just explained the entire history of christmas
3: but it was boring huey <laughs> <You're> just...
0: <laughs> all right well, there you go i do need to watch this show <laughs> i really do yeah
6: i mean you look and i'll just uh, then you understand what i'm saying just from those few little clips mm-hmm like, man, you couldn't – nobody else could pull off that role,
0: that character like he did. Nope. Absolutely not, man. Yeah, I definitely need to check that show out, man. I need to definitely get, get that one right there. Um, that's and... – <laughs> You said,
6: you said, nigga, 46 pounds. I counted. <laughs> nigga, hush. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Dude, fuck it. And honestly, like I, I might have to. I ain't watched the Boondocks no I'm had to. I'm have to binge watch that
0: tomorrow. <laughs> I never knew he was even on a cartoon like that on Adult Swim, but I, I definitely would have been watching if I knew. But yeah, uh, and like
6: once again, like this is like, um, this is where more, like I said, more millennials, more of the millennials would know him from. So once again, this is him reinventing himself to a
0: whole new audience. Exactly. Exactly, man uh, it uh, just uh, uh, good
6: no, no, I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like I like the way we- I like how we followed like a timeline, and like you see how he's like constantly stayed up with the times, whatever was hot at the in that moment in time he stayed with it,
0: right, yeah, and obviously the only movie we skipped was Friday, and again, we're gonna end with that one for a reason, you'll hear why, but um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he he definitely did. He's he's definitely got himself. A, I mean, Adult Swim a, exactly a whole new audience right there, and I mean, again, he he's got a voice that is unmistakably John Witherspoon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, but uh we've got some other clips here, Anthony. Um, kind of random. Yeah, in a way. Um, the last show, TV show that he did was called uh, On Adult Swim once again was Black Jesus and I do have a clip of that and I do have a clip of that and I do have a clip of that show right here and I'm going to go ahead and play it right now
1: Lloyd 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 Big, is that you? Yes it is Lloyd How are you today good sir? What the hell you care? Why are you talking so sadiddy? Actually I don't care Lloyd the manner in which I'm speaking to you right now is the way that professional men conduct business. I got a job for you. Unless you're uh, too busy sleeping in the middle of the sidewalk in the middle of the day. Oh, you mean like uh, work? Yeah, I mean like work. Like private at work. One of your compatriots. Tall dude, got a perm, wears a dusty robe, hangs out with fish. Oh, yeah. You talking about Jesus Christ? He ain't Jesus Christ, okay? just some crazy dude who thinks he's Jesus.
3: Oh, no, 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 he is Jesus, right? He's, he's the son of God, king of kings of the most high. God's only begotten son sent down here to save our mortal souls from eternal damnation. But you know what? That nigga ain't doing shit for me. He ain't bought me no car, he ain't paid my rent. He's stingy.
1: Whatever. I think he's a danger to the community. I want you to keep your eye on, follow him around.
3: Keep me posting on what's happening. How much? $10. I sincerely apologize, but I have to turn down that bullshit-ass offer. Nigga, you eat out of people's garbage. Yes. But now I'm employed as a professional lineman. Lineman? Yes. I wait in line for stuff. Now I sell my place in line to people who don't want to wait in line. And they pay for it? Yes. Lazy white boy. Japanese kids. I got a... I paid last week. One time I got five hundred dollars. You serious? That's right. So I apologize. I have to turn down your little ten dollars. Okay, uh twenty. Fifty. Twenty-five. Deal. I need some more minutes on my phone so I can report back to you. And two big ass (laughs) beers a day per (laughs) deal.
1: Okay. You ain't (laughs) gonna try to play me and take my money and end up under
3: the bridge drunk somewhere, are you? Oh, Vic, I might be a man who take a dump in a semi-public place every now and then. But I'm a man of my word. I see Jesus all the time. I'm going to report back to you. I promise. Deal? Go take a shower, man. You want me clean? That's going to be extra.
0: <sighs> now, I just realized who he's talking to. Fucking Charlie Murphy. Yup. Hey. Like, damn, it's...
6: man. Man, man. Look, dude, I'm, I was try- I'm, cry- I'm still crying over John Witherspoon. <laughs> you, gotta... play- you had to play that clip, too? I'm, I'm, I am i I apologize, I apologize, I apologize. Now, Bob, let me put you on the spot real quick. Oh,
0: shit. Charlie (laughs) or Eddie? Ooh, Eddie. Still? I gotta go Eddie, man. Raw and... Just just based off the 80s run? Dude, based off Raw and Delirious, come on, man. (laughs) Look, I know, look, I'm nothing against Charlie, but Raw and Delirious, bro, come on. We've reviewed both, and we played both, every minute of both to review it, because I couldn't choose scenes. No, no, I'm, I'm I'm sorry. Look, Charlie Murphy had a great career, in in his own right, and he definitely deserves to be, you know, definitely deserves a lot of praise. But Eddie, Eddie, dude. Ah. Uh. That's fair. That's fair. Definitely. Raw delirious alone. And he's supposedly coming back, and he's supposedly not holding back, and he's going to rip everybody. So we'll see what happens with Eddie. We'll see yeah, what happens.
6: We'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see. Hopefully he uh, stays off that uh, apology tour that I fear he's going to have to go on. I know. Uh, I'm,
0: I'm the same <laughs> way, man. I'm the same way. I'm hoping the same <laughs> thing.
6: Uh, at this point, at this point, you know, you gotta you gotta just like play things out, playing by ear. You can you can you can say one thing today, he could be like full of piss and vinegar today.
4: Mm-hmm. Tomorrow
6: he could be like he could be on a, saying a whole different tune because his manager, his money people, got in his ear saying, "Bro, yeah, you, you need to make sure when you go on that stage, you keep it a uh, PG. Yeah, stay PC, stay in yeah. this box. Don't you can't be talking
0: that shit that you was talking in the '80s." <laughs> And you know what? In 2019, if he got caught in this little tranny thing, he'd have a whole bunch of support at this point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, it's I mean, weird. You know, I, it's flipped I mean, the script. I, yeah, I mean, yeah, not to kind of go off on that, but it's just like,
6: I'm kind of like, you know, <laughs> when he kind of like backtracked, he kind of backed off of the uh, gay not not necessarily apologized, but he kind of did apologize for the, uh, the gay jokes that he made back in the day. Like, I was young, I was... Like like and, I, mean, I, I know he did it in the mid-90s too, but I mean, I, I, I look, dude, like they were 30 years old. They were 30 years ago. They were jokes. Mm-hmm. And, and I just don't look. I don't think a comedian should ever, no. ever, ever, under any circumstances, back off of a joke.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: I don't care how many people get offended. I just feel like, you know, you're a comedian. The minute the minute
0: you buckle under pressure, it's just like you, you've lost all credibility. Do you know every time a comedian apologizes, an angel loses his wings? Yeah. Did you know that? Mm -hmm. It's it it it, it's fact, Anthony. Do you know why it's fact? Because I have a microphone in front of me. Yeah.
6: Yep. And 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 and, and this is not
0: this (laughs) this,
6: and when I say that, I'm not even talking about you know social justice warriors and people being snowflake. It's not even about that. Mm. It's just that I, I just think it's ridiculous to hold a com- to hold a comedian, fuck comedians to these high standards that you're not willing to hold people in office to. Yeah. I'm still I'm still waiting on apologies from uh highly ranked officials
0: that are running <laughs> this country. Keep waiting, motherfucker.
6: <laughs> before, 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 before I fuck fuck an apology from a comedian. <laughs>
0: Keep waiting. Keep waiting, Anthony. Don't I, I don't, don't, I don't hold know. your breath, motherfucker. I know. I know <laughs> don't hold your breath. Don't hold your breath. <laughs> They've got them, but but,
6: but but come on, dude. But but you get what I'm saying, though. Isn't it kind of absurd that you, people want to put comedians on a on a pedestal, mm-hmm. but want to disregard the people that should be apologizing for
4: shit? Uh,
0: yeah, dude, it's it, it's ridiculous. And I'm 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 i I've said 100 comedians should never apologize for a joke because it, if if it was not meant with mal intent to hurt people, and it was a joke then that's all it was. You shouldn't be apologizing for that, as far as I'm concerned. If you were trying to actually be hurtful to people, you should apologize. But no, I don't think comedians should be apologizing for trying to make funny jokes. And you know what? In in the climate today, it's hard to make a joke without some group, someone, some thing being offended by it. So, comedians shouldn't be apologizing, no matter what. Is all I'm saying. But anyway, Anthony, let's get to some more John Witherspoon. Let's just knock a clip out. multi-talented, he's not only an actor, he's not only a comedian the man is a rapper too Anthony
6: yes sir, like I said, pretty catchy thank you sir, that was a nice little setup, because uh, in addition to all of his many movie appearances, television appearances he's also made some memorable appearances in a few couple of music videos, yes he has go ahead Anthony, roll it okay Okay, so he was in Jay-Z's uh I just wanna love you back mm-hmm. in 2000. Uh-huh, he was in uh Field Mob's Sick of Being Lonely.
0: Mm-hmm.
6: Uh he was in LL Cool J's Ain't Nobody. So Oh, yes. Really? Yes. Damn. All
0: right, I remember that one.
6: Yeah, so yeah, literally like so John Willis, boom, like I said he once again like what's the, what's the other guy that we always brought up um like Dom Weeks. He okay. was one of those guys that would be in a a ton of shit,
4: mm-hmm. where
6: even if you didn't know who he was, as soon as you saw him, you're like, I know that guy. And like and like one like I said once again, he was one of those guys that once he got rolling though, he was everywhere. Well I would say I would say from Friday on, mm-hmm. he he was always in something.
0: Yeah, definitely. And you know, it's funny you brought up Dom DeLuise. You know, one of his sons was in NYPD Blue. Anthony, what season? Uh, one through, no, two through five, he died in five, but he came back as sort of a vision to Andy in a few seasons after that. So Uh. he was in a lot of episodes, actually. He was probably in, I would say, good 15, 16 episodes.
6: Ah, Rayman Box in full effect. Even on a John Witherspoon episode, you managed to sneak in a fucking NYPD Blue reference.
0: I saw an opportunity with the daily, with, with with I saw an opportunity and I took it. I took it. I did. I did. Now did he
6: now you know I'm, I mentioned that he pops up everywhere. Did John Witherspoon ever pop up on NYPD Blue or no? No,
0: mm. no, he did not. That's actually surprising to me for some reason. But Charlie Murphy was on one episode. What? No shit. No shit, dude. You were was surprised. A- I mean, dude, even Cat Williams. You I know, mean, you were surprised Cat Williams was on an episode.
6: Yeah, I, yeah, I remember. Yeah, I forgot what episode we did, but I, I, on a rabbit hole. YouTube is a rabbit hole, folks. Mm-hmm. I was looking at Cat Williams, like you know, comedy clips. Yep. And then next thing you know, Cat Williams NYPD Blue, and it it, it was the damnedest scene. <laughs> it
0: in, was the damnedest scene in that episode. He shot a uh, a cop the cop of a captain in Mm. the show, the captain was played by um, Jesus. I forgot what he was in, but I, 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 God, I can't think of the movie right now, but um, he shot a captain and he made a story that he uh, put his finger that was shot off in a disposal. And that's how and his girlfriend did it. And that's how it, uh, that's how it happened. But uh, I completely remember the one cat Williams episode. Now,
6: (laughs) because I I definitely want to get back to uh, Chad Witherspoon here, but uh, what about the uh, Charlie? Real quick, what's the uh, Charlie Murphy episode about? Um, Was it a comedy appearance or was it like a serious role?
0: It was. It was sort of serious. A role of a role. He played a uh, crazy dude. Wow. And uh, it it was a quick. It it wasn't long. He was the perp, and uh, he played a crazy guy. Yeah, man. So it was early season, huh? Early season. Yeah, I would. I want to go season three, but I'm not a hundred percent on that. I think it was season three that he was in and it was only one episode, but uh, yeah, man, of course there's always a tie in, man. It's always a fucking tie in. Come on, man. But uh, on that Anthony, I'm not even sure what clip, to go, what clip to go with next. So you found a clip that was an interview with him. Yes. Um, with deal Hughley. Which yes. mm, not my favorite guy, but that's got nothing to do with anything. With Deal Hugley, and it's only three minutes, two fifty-eight. So I'm going to go ahead and play it, and we will talk about it after. So here we go.
3: Yeah, I'm on the road a lot, boy. And hey, my agent, you are you with ICM
2: now? No, I'm I'm with UTA now. Yeah. You moved to another place. Yeah. I may move through. They're trying to give me too much work. They're trying to give you too much work. 40, never, wow. 45 weeks a year. I ain't for 52 yeah, weeks in, in a year. War. That's, that's I ain't for 52.
3: What do you want me to do? We do much day on the road. I don't do that.
2: You, every time I coach somewhere, you coming back from? it or going. That's what I'm talking
3: about. They're going to come by this week, and they don't know I got something for you, but <laughs> I'm gonna tell them, I, I'm, when they come in, I'm going to do what I did. Shake my head. No, no. I ain't going to do it.
2: How, how have you been able to last so long in this game?
3: Well, I, I played... When I was young, I played young people's parts. When I was got middle middle age, I played middle age part. When I got old, I played old parts. And mm. I and I accepted them, and it was great for me to do that right. and be funny wherever you are. Hmm. Try to be as funny as you can in that character. You can't be an old dude trying to be young. Right. Trying to play young. Trying right. to talk and, talking hip hop. I don't know hip hop. I don't even know how to.
2: Turn my phone off.
3: <laughs> <laughs> my phone. My kid has to tell me what to do, all that stuff. I don't know nothing about the computers and all that stuff.
2: But you you draw a big crowd on the road. How is that? I sell out. out Cleveland. I sold out every show. But how, though? Because it's not. that. It, wow. the, the simple. That's a pretty good analysis in terms of what gigs you get, mm-hmm. what, what jobs you take. But when people have to leave their house in cold right. weather, bad weather. Right. That says something about how they feel about you. Yeah. And that's, not, that's not prevalent. But you me. know another thing is.
3: When the the movies I've been in, uh, Friday and, and 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 Boomerang, is it Boomerang? Well, I in Boomerang? That was it. Yeah. yeah, Boomerang. I was in Boomerang, yeah. and the parts we wrote everything in Boomerang. I wrote everything in Boomerang. So they looking for the character. A lot of people, I wear the same clothes I wear in Boomerang. Every,
2: every yeah every time. Yeah. I wear
3: a, I wear a bow tie like I'm Pops on the Wayne Brothers. Right. When they come see me, I ain't I ain't Witherspoon with Gucci and and Louis B. Tomp. I'm Jesse with Jesse with, uh, series Robux <laughs> and cheap shoes and stuff on. I used to wear a knob toes Chase Adam, but they hurt my feet too bad. I, I can't get stage when I wear them damn things today.
0: You know, I, I know there's only a few seconds of this, of this little thing, but do you understand how, how, how humble this guy is from just, just listening to this, Anthony? Yes. How humble, how grateful. He is for the fact that he's had a career off of being himself. You can hear it in his voice. You can hear it just in what he's saying. He is grateful that he's had the career he's had by being able to be himself. He just said, and we, we even said it before, I wonder how, you know, when we were talking about Boomerang, I wonder how much of this he ad-libbed. They He just said it. The whole thing was ad libbed and I also want to
6: point out, he takes pride. And once again, I hate to, hate the to goat Titus in the wrestler, but it fits. He took he takes pride in whatever role you give him, whatever whatever uh use like I said to use a wrestling analogy, whatever his role is on the card, he makes the best of it. Right. And 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 like I said, you know, like he said, if he's an old dude, he plays an old dude. When he was young, he played young characters. He always played. To the strengths of it, wherever he was at in his life,
0: exactly, and and you know what? That's probably one of the reasons all the characters he played were kind of tailor made for him, or he or he made them seem like they were tailor made to fit his character, his personality, just everything about him—the aura of John Witherspoon. You know what I mean?
6: yeah because I mean, like he was saying like you know you can't when he had said uh, you can't be an old guy trying to play a young guy talking hip-hop and all that stuff mm-hmm. so when when you get around to watching the Wayne's brothers that basically was like mid-90s mid-90s early 2000s it was during the hip the rise of the hip-hop generation right so so that was a lot of a lot of hip-hop era a lot of slang a lot of you know, and he would play to that. He he would be the old guy, old out of touch guy, trying to stay hip.
0: Right, exactly.
6: And and, and, and that was that's where the humor came from in it. Mm-hmm. You know, he he's trying to, like I said, relate to his sons, who, like I said, Mar- Sean and Martin, they probably would have been like mid twenties, early thirties during that time period. So they so they would have been in tune to what you know what was going on with the kids during that during that time period, and, yeah. and watch him to try to keep up with them and trying to like you know trying to like relate to them on a level. <laughs> Like yeah. put it to you like this: It's a scene on Wayne's brother. We set tripping up in here. <laughs> we set tripping up in here, and like he throwing up gang signs. It's the just uh, picture. Just, just picture pops Williams and with the white shoes, the ugly ass white shoes. The well, the bell go, bottoms. Yeah, you the know what if, type shirt throwing up gang signs. We set tripping up in here.
0: <laughs> if you go to the, the uh, Def Jam video, he's throwing up gang signs in there. Um, but, you know, shit. Th- th- this kind of brings up exactly what he was talking about. You know, it's funny. The interview right here. And he said, I don't know, know nothing about hip hop and this and that. And it even goes back to the house party thing where he's like, what do you got? Public enema, <laughs> like, you know, so he, he doesn't even he really doesn't know about hip hop. And he kind of plays into this interview. But 45 seconds left. Let's do it.
3: So I think the reason I stayed around so long is because my character. So people come to see this character, see in real life, this dude here. Who was very funny in
2: movies and I right.
3: am on Wayne Brothers on every day now. They still got it on.
2: Do you yeah, like man. writing com is, is it tougher now? Because comedy is so such a different game now. Is it tougher for you? I now? talk
3: about myself and my family and people that I people that I see. Mm-hmm. I talk about my sister, my older sister. I hope she gets to heaven. She's so saved. I hope she gets to heaven. <laughs> she's <so saved. laughs> oh she's so saved. <laughs> she pointed up in the sky all the time. <laughs> he knows
0: everything.
3: <laughs> I said, I wanna do he know you owe me two hundred dollars.
0: <laughs> 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 oh man see just any setting he can be hilarious man
6: and and like i said dude like that, that that's why I, I, look I, i'm gonna miss this dude till i take my last breath because it, like this is like i said this is one of his last interviews mm-hmm. last, and he's leaving us with gold i wonder if he knows that you owe me two hundred dollars i mean it, come on dude like look the look <laughs> You could create, I don't care how many writers you got, you could have the greatest crew of writers working for you. They're not gonna give you that kind of goal. Right. That that's something like once again, off the top of the head, you that that's the kind of talent you can't teach. You can't you can't learn that in the school. You can't that's just something you either got or you don't.
0: Absolutely. Whatever
6: whatever, you know, people talk about the it factor. That doesn't just apply to wrestling, that applies to life. Some people just have a certain knack for things, some people just have a certain or about them where they could just do things. Where you could just tell they were born to do certain things. Right. John to—he was born to entertain.
0: Absolutely. And he was born to do comedy. And obviously he was a brilliant comedian. Because, I mean, he would just ad-lib all these lines. Just like, and I know we brought him up a few times in this show. But just like John Candy. We heard tons of times that John Candy ad-libbed a ton of things. When we did Home Alone, John Candy didn't have a script for that part. That he yeah, but- that that quick cameo, no lines were written for him. He did that whole thing. Witherspoon is 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 the same kind of guy. He can do that sort of role. He's he's. I mean, I I I guess you could call him the Black John Candy in a way. You know, <laughs> you really could. You really could do that. And you know what? I mean, that is a 110% compliment to the guy because I am a big John Candy fan. Did, did, did you see where I'm going with that with that little kind of com- comparison there, right?
6: Yeah, yeah. I, I, I say where you go. Co- I mean, that doesn't... Now, that's not as funny as your uh, comparison to uh, one episode where you, where you called uh, Ice Cube, the black... I'm sorry, you called him like, no, you called Adam Sandler a black Ice Cube or <laughs> but- Ice Cube the white Adam Sandler. That, <laughs> something like that. Did I? I just, I just, something like that. Cause I remember. I only remember because Smart kind of called you out on it in, in the I, chat.
0: I must have been drunk. <laughs> <laughs>
6: I must have been drunk. <laughs> it was just, either but I, I know uh, for a fact that you compared Adam Sandler to Ice Cube. And I'm just like, well, where did that come from? <laughs> but no, I get where you're coming from.
0: I get where you're coming from, bro. Yeah, yeah, definitely. But, um, Anthony, let's play another clip real quick. And this is one you sent me, and it's simply named Steroids. And i got to tell you something, Anthony. I haven't heard this clip yet.
6: Yeah, you are going to like, bro? <laughs> you might have to mute yourself. Sorry. Right.
0: You? I'm going to go ahead and do that anyway, because as you see, the baby is back there being changed. So I'll mute as you play it anyway. So here we go.
2: Dear John Witherspoon. Is steroid use ruining
4: professional sports?
3: Steroids? I think it's a good thing. Look what it's done to our baseball players. Roger Clemens, my man. He can throw a ball 380 miles an hour. Steroids. After 20 years? That's a bad motherfucker. I think there should be a whole new league where you can have all the steroids you want. Who cares if you grow another foot? You got three fucking feet? Run, motherfucker. I spent $700 for a basketball game. I don't see a motherfucker fly. Let them all have steroids. Boxing? I want to see somebody knock that motherfucker's head off. I want to see a hockey player Eat the fucking puck. I'm going to tell you who needs some steroids. The soccer player. Three fucking hours. The score is one to one. Give him some steroids. I want to see the score 115 to 150. I pay to see some shit like that, but you need steroids. I'm going to get me some fucking steroids. I want to be able to bang, bang, bang a girl for about two years. Knock a motherfucker out. Boom, 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 boom. And give him to the people going over there in that rack. Give him some steroids. That shit have been over. there, steroids. That's the home. We've been killed everybody. Come on.
4: I wanna, I wanna go back, back,
0: back to you <laughs> oh my god
4: I wanna see the, uh, I
0: wanna this see man is gold
4: images.
6: oh my god somebody play a band. I wanna see a motherfucker fly <laughs> I wanna see the score
0: 115 to 117 God damn it! In soccer, soccer needs steroids.
6: I want to see a motherfucker eat a hockey puck. I want to eat a <laughs> yeah, like, hockey Jesus. puck, dude. Like, dude, like, look. I put it to you like this, man. John was, uh, we didn't have him for as long as we wanted, oh. but I'm glad we had. I'm glad we had him for as long as we did, man. Like, cause he he left gems, precious gems. Oh,
0: oh shit. I never, I, I purposely didn't play the whole clip. But I didn't like listen to that. I wanted to hear it, and that was fucking amazing shit. <laughs> what I tell you, dude, like uh, I, said,
6: like I said, uh, man, like it, I was like all week. Uh, I knew, I know we didn't have a topic in mind, and then, like I said, this topic, you know, sad that it had a had it had to take this for us to get to it. Uh, but um, this kind of fell in our lap, and I'm like, I just I fell in a rabbit hole. You know, you're going on YouTube. You're looking for the classic clips that everybody knows, but then I found that oh, one. That's beautiful. That, that that was one of those deals, man. Once you go on the internet, you want, especially on YouTube, you fall in a rabbit hole.
0: Yep, you do, <laughs> man. You do. But um, that was that clip was hilarious. Absolutely, that was that was absolutely fucking brilliant shit right there. Um. Anyway, Anthony, we said we were going to end on Friday, and I think yeah, it's time to. Uh, to go ahead and get to that. Um, the first clip I have is a little behind the scenes. It's seven minutes. I'm not going to play the whole thing. It's behind the scenes of Friday and it starts off with him talking to uh, Chris Tucker a little bit. Um, man, there's a career that went in the fucking toilet, huh? Yeah. That was his fault, dude. That man well, he got... The money. He got too big for his britches, dude.
6: Why are you, are you saying he should have he should have did next Friday?
0: I'm not saying that I'm saying he had a bad reputation in Hollywood for thinking he was a little more than he was. And that's what killed his career. Plain and simple. That's the rumor I'm hearing that I've always heard is that he was after that Mo Money movie with, with Charlie Sheen. He Oh, Money Talks. Money Talks. I'm sorry. Mo Money was the other movie. Um, Money Talks. He started asking for crazy amounts, like like De Niro, Pacino
6: amounts. <laughs> well, and well, to be fair, he de- I mean, for a period of time, I, I mean, I don't have the numbers in front of me for uh, Money Talks, uh, but those rush hours, at least the first two, which, uh. Spoiler alert! My favorite Rush Hour is the second one. I feel like that's the best one. I agree. Um, I agree. <laughs> the first one, the first one, it was okay. Third one didn't need to be made. Right. The fourth one, I, I have no interest in if that's true. But <laughs> those made a lot of money, bro. They did. Oh, the those those made a
0: lot of freaking money. They did, but that doesn't warrant you to ask for twenty million a movie like Adam Sandler money. But um, anyway, that's got nothing to do with anything. Let's just go ahead and play the clip. Right,
1: I want here's to
2: tell the whole world. world this is the baddest man in the world. Later on, I want y'all to do something with him. So I got to tell everybody. Right. That's the time, man. They said they was going to do Okay, yeah, that's right. Well, what right. if you want to do something
1: with him now. <laughs> <laughs> they, tell the world about
2: this guy. This is the Mr. Witherspoon Thank
1: is one of the much. funniest
2: man in the world. Thank y'all you. come see the movie because there's a lot of surprises it's going to be on. Pizza!
3: Get a job, kids. <laughs> that's my theme. Get a job, kids of America. Please get a damn job. Sounds like you're a father, really. You oh, know, yes. Get out of the house. Eat a refrigerator alone. Like Stop wearing my shoes. Leave my <laughs> shirts alone. Get a job. Spend your own money. What kids you got? How old are they? I have a kid that's six years old. I want him to get a job. <laughs> I'm from a family of 11 kids, though. So my family, we had 11 kids in our family. That's my father's theme. Get up in the morning, hello dad, get a job. <laughs> Leave the food alone. <laughs> Who's got my shoes? <laughs> Who took my car? <laughs> Where's my car key? Get a job. <laughs> America, you young kids, get a job. All oh, that sagging them clothes hanging on behind, that don't mean, that ain't nothing. Get a job. You want to be somebody, get a job.
0: There you go. And that's just the behind the scenes of John Witherspoon being absolutely fucking hilarious. I mean, literally, you, you can tell that's just off the cuff, right?
6: Yes, of course. And and, and the thing of it is, I I don't doubt and then it goes to back to something you said earlier i really feel like there was a lot of truth in what he was saying
4: mm-hmm.
6: I, I, I honestly i honestly think he like knows he was being serious but he framed it in a humorous way right because i mean cause i mean it's 11 kids bro like i would hate i would hate to see that grocery bill like could wow. you imagine having 11 kids today and ha- and having to uh buy a uh, food for that household Bro, I the, got, the grocery bill. My god,
0: bro, I got three kids, and my my older one is starting to eat like a motherfucker, dude. So you got to tell him to stay the fuck at the refrigerator. I'm like, man, <laughs> what, what, what what are you eating now? No, no,
6: you can't do that.
0: But you yeah. put some water on
6: that goddamn shit.
0: <laughs> and my little one can eat, but he eats junk. I got to stop him from eating junk. So, but yeah, dude, kids can can not even imagine being 11 11 kids Whew. now box so are you are you are you
6: becoming your father are you becoming your parents like oh, when dude. you come home like you think you are going to be that parent when you come home and you see a kid in the refrigerator and you see him watching things? like didn't i leave you like that this morning
0: dude i became my dad like 10 years ago and i just i i, I came to the reality that there's nothing i can do about it <laughs> there's just there's nothing i can do about it so basically you, what you're saying is everybody
6: morphs into their parent or they pick up certain aspects of their parent's personality over yeah. time
0: yeah you can't help it you you just can't help you you'll say something to your kids and you'll be like oh my god my dad was right and then you'll and then then one day you'll say it again or or something again and you'll be like holy shit my fucking parents were right again. <laughs> it's just, it happens, man. There's nothing you can do about it. There is not a goddamn thing you can do about it. It just happens. And it, it, it's ingrained in you. And it's just, just accept it. And it's all you can do is accept it. You will turn into your parents. Hopefully, you get the good parts. And that's all I'm going to say. But, Anthony. Yes, sir. We're talking Friday. We've got some funny scenes from Friday. Yeah, this is the grand finale. It is. I mean,
6: probably his most memorable role. I mean, we've we've gone through a lot of his clips tonight, and a lot of them are memorable for a lot of different reasons. Right. But I think I don't. I don't think it's a stretch to say that his most iconic role is Friday. At least the original Friday. I know he was in all of them, mm-hmm. but I feel like his role in the original friday is what he will always 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 be remembered for because he gave us gold wine after gold i, I want to i i feel like he was even though it was a showcase essentially for chris tucker mm-hmm. i feel like john witherspoon in a lot of ways goes under he's like an underrated uh supporter of this film he's an under he's an underrated person in terms of how much he really elevated the film. He carried that role. If you really kind of go back and look at the movie, right, he really did carry it. He really elevated it to a a certain level. Like I said, it was an ensemble cast and everybody played that role. So I'm not trying to downplay anybody else's contribution to the movie. But I I don't know, maybe it's because I'm feeling like emotional, feeling like like in my feelings because the guy just passed away. But when I look, when, when I really look back and think about Friday and why I liked it, he really did contribute
0: a lot to that. Yeah, and this is a film, I'm not going to say he stole the whole film, but every scene he was in, every line he said was memorable from the film. So, again, it's hard to say he stole the film because you're right. There was an ensemble cast. There was a lot of big names in this movie. It was definitely a big stepping stone for Chris Tucker. It was supposed to be... You know, and this was a big movie for Ice Cube. Let's not fucking, you know, gosp over that. This was a big movie for Ice Cube right here. Um, but, yeah, yeah. And, the, and Luna and, and New Line sent him a fleece them all. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> if you ever
6: get a chance, watch that uh, Vlad TV interview. He kind of goes into a lot of specifics about, like, why, for example, Chris Tucker didn't do the uh, sequels. Mm-hmm. And also, because originally... Uh, we'll get into this on a future Friday episode. But the the Knows uh, version is originally Ice Cube was gonna finance it himself, right? You know, but basically it was gonna be on a shoestring budget. He took it the new line, and they basically no, no, you don't wanna, you don't wanna, uh, you don't wanna uh, worry about that. We'll take it. We'll cover the costs. Mm-hmm. And what happened was, it was one of those movies that nobody really was expecting to do much, but then it makes three hundred million dollars. Mm, right. Now, because since New Line took on the risk; they took on the investment of it. <laughs> Everybody got screwed, for the most part, in terms of what they made off of the movie. Right. Whereas if uh fuck it, whereas if Ice Cube had to pay for it himself, <laughs> he would still be eating off. I mean, think about it. People are still. I mean, look, New Line is still eating off of that movie.
0: Oh hell yes.
6: Hell yeah! They still eating off of that movie, so I'm not gonna (laughs) I'm not
0: gonna say they fleeced them, but they kind of fleeced them. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. But I mean this this role in this movie once again made him the 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 father figure that we all wanted to see. Um, I'm gonna start with the bathroom scene. I'm gonna go to the kitchen scene, and then I'm gonna end with the main scene of the movie. Um, But let's go ahead, Anthony. Bathroom scene first. You didn't tell Daddy what happened yesterday, did you?
1: You know I wouldn't tell him, my baby.
3: Cool. Hey! Huh? Come in here!
4: <laughs>
3: Where you at? In the bathroom! Man, I'll wait till you come out. Boy, bring your ass off up in here. What you talking about, you wait till I come out? I smelt your shit for 22 years. Now you can't smell mine for five minutes. Okay. Shut the door. <sighs> now, your mama told me what happened to you yesterday. What? That <laughs> was stupid. How the hell are you going to get fired on your day off? I don't know. <clears throat> well, you need a trade. Take a look at that paper over there. They get, the, get, the, get the counter there. Ugh. I ain't trying to be no dog catcher. Why not? George Clinton was a dog catcher. No, he
2: wasn't. Sure he was.
3: That's why he said, do the dog catcher. Dog catcher. I don't even like dogs. That's the beauty of it. I grab a dog, and I took him, and I, I kick the shit out of him. And I, and I all day long my foot up a dog's ass just bang, bang, bang up his ass that's my pleasure I don't think so I'll tell you one thing around here, you're gonna work you go to school the first of the month, rent is due if you ain't got nothing on the table you ain't gotta worry about catching a dog you gotta worry about a dog catching your ass
0: oh man I think tomorrow's gonna be a Friday Friday day I'm gonna have to watch them all, man. Ah, even the elusive Friday after next. Yes, I've, since I've never seen it, I might have to fucking watch it. But Jesus Christ, man. Just, again, the father figure that, I mean, this is the kind of dad you see and you're like, man, I hope my dad doesn't turn out like that. And then you're like, man, I kind of hope my dad turns out like that.
6: <laughs> yeah, because like I said, think about it, dude. Like he was being humorous, mm. but you know, box parent. If, if if you sift through the humor of what he said, mm-hmm. there was a lot of truth in what he was saying. Definitely, like, you, you, you're, you're not you're not going to be a bum and lay around my house. You're gonna you're gonna have a purpose, right? You're gonna get you're gonna get up. I get up every morning to provide for this household, and you're gonna contribute, sir. You're not just gonna sit around and reap the rewards of my hard work, you're going to contribute. Yep. Which I think, you know, <laughs> if you're a functioning, if, if you have two functioning legs, arms, I, I, and you're living in somebody else's household, I feel like that's not an unfair request to ask no. anybody. Yeah,
0: my 11-year-old should be working right now, goddamn it, I'm going to get him working tomorrow. <laughs> this speech was, inspired you, sir. Yes. <laughs> a son, a, a lazy son of a bitch. You need a job. <laughs>
2: no man i'm six then. so what yeah i had
6: my first job when i was four and a half
0: <laughs> <laughs> i'll give him a few years i'm gonna let my kid be a kid how's that sound um yeah i'm definitely gonna let my kid be a kid and then he'll uh he'll get a job in his in his uh you know 15 16 i'll make him i'll uh, I'll, I'll make him get a
6: job. And and, and 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 dude can we can we also point out one thing before mm-hmm. we get to uh <laughs> to, to, One of the uh, funniest scenes ever captured on film. To the kitchen clip. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. yeah before we get to that, um, just Ice Cube. Can we point out the fact that Ice Cube has looked the same age since like the NWA days? Like he's. I mean, <sighs> I swear to Christ. Like <laughs> Ice Cube has looked like a grown ass man since like '89. Uh-huh. Like I don't. I don't think I've ever seen him I, I don't think I've ever seen anything where he looked like a kid. Like ever. Like I. I, I need to. I need to meet his parents. I need to see some baby pictures because every <laughs> I don't know if only he, my only recollection of Ice Cube is he's always looked like a grown ass man.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure always he has parents. Like beard. Yeah, I'm not sure he has parents. I think he was a test tube kid or something, dude. Uh he you're right, dude. He's never looked different.
6: Like he's, even if even in this movie where he's supposed I guess they're playing it up that I guess he's like in what, what would you say high school or maybe senior just graduating high school. I would say just they, graduating. they they, yeah. they 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 never really clarify like where he's at school
0: wise. So where would you guess he was at in Friday? I would go just graduating. I'm 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 with that. Just graduating high school probably. Yeah, but um, I don't know.
6: Bobby's still in the chat hanging. But Bobby, you're the hip hop head. You, you're our music guy. Do you, do you have any photos? Do, have you ever seen Ice Cube ever look like a young man? Like. <laughs> Like, before, like, do you have any footage, do you have any type of photograph of Ice Cube pre-puberty? Uh, and
0: look, Anthony, you said it before, black don't crack. He's the fucking goddamn definite fucking poster boy for that shit right there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he is the man for that shit right there, brother. Yeah,
6: I, because he gotta be, like, put, if he's not 50, he's gotta be pushing it, and he still look the same for the most part. Exact same. You know, um, I mean, I mean like, yeah, I mean, a, a, a little, uh, <laughs> a little, uh, little chunkier, but he still
0: basically looks the same. Yeah. Oh, come on. Weight comes with age. But, uh, yeah, man. And you know what? You know what else weight comes with, Anthony? What's that? Being in the fucking kitchen. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ah! I see what you did. Ah, You like it, huh? (laughs) Ain't nothing in this house.
3: Every time I come in the kitchen, you in the kitchen, in the goddamn refrigerator, eating up all the food, all the chicken, all the pig feet. You ate my dinner, my mashed potatoes, that good old gravy I like, and biscuits I can sop that gravy in. You ate all of that up. You drink up all the milk, don't care what kind of milk it is, you don't care. Two percent, three percent, buttermilk, patent milk, pull the power in a patent milk can, I bet you eat that too. What's wrong with you? I'm hiding my grapes. You're going to eat a ball of grapes. Now, when I went to bed last night, didn't I tell you to take out the trash? Yeah. So why didn't you do it? Fell asleep. I wish you were sleeping right now. I'd knock you upside your head with a left foot, make your ass big up, and take out that damn trash. Hey, 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 hey. What are you what are doing? I'm throwing this away. We ain't even got no milk. You better eat that damn cereal. You ain't got no damn milk. I ain't got I bet you. When I was coming up, we didn't have milk, cereal, a bowl to eat in, spoon, fork, knife, no napkins or nothing. you do like this. What, Mock with you hand like that. You ever do that? No. Have you ever had government cheese? Hmm? Craig, government cheese, you had some? No. Thick, taking government cheese. Couldn't take a dump for two weeks. If you eat it on the 4th of July, by the 18th, everybody in the whole neighborhood trying to get to the bathrooms. I want to eat some of them chitlin'. I love pig feet. The barbecue pick people gone. You got grease all over your damn mouth. You know, I had a sweet potato pie in there. You ate the whole pie. Left me that little old plastic thing there. You ain't got no damn milk. Ain't that a bitch? You're funny. <laughs> You're my boy. You remind me of my granddaddy.
4: <laughs>
3: you know what your problem is? You think money grows on trees. Just go ahead and pick your four or $500 and go off and just dance and eat chicken and dance. You just having all the fun in the world. You know how many stinking dog? I got to catch to fill that big-ass bowl you got there, boy? 45, 50 dogs. Stinking, nasty dog and twelve of them little stinking things they call a chihuahua. You better put some water on that shit, boy. All right, I'll eat it. Hey, 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 hey! Take the garbage out front, son.
0: All right. Now, Anthony, I lost you for a little while there. But of course, yes, you caught the end of that.
6: Yeah, I know. I know I, look, dude, I know. Um, again, sorry about that, box. Sorry, Chad. No, it's fine. Um, I know that seemed like the back of my hand, anyway. Um, <laughs> uh, what what can you say? And uh, very relatable. Mm. Right now, now very relatable because you know, and I'm starting to get like that in my old age. You know, <laughs> I hate waste. I hate waste. I hate waste. It, it, I don't know. It, it, it things things hit different when it's your money. That you see getting weight thrown in the trash. So uh, I, I feel what he's And plus, cereal too ain't cheap. And that was a big ass bowl.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't want
6: that. If you got enough milk in there, you can stretch it out with a little bit of water. It won't hurt
0: you. Now, <laughs> have you ever had cereal with water? Uh, no. Uh, okay. I have. <laughs> it's it's I, 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 I can't drink milk. I've been lactose since I was a kid. Do you do skim? No. Can you do 2%? Not that. I do water. I've done water since I was a kid. So, Paul. Uh huh. So you you uh, literally a whole a whole bowl of cereal water filled to the brim. Love it. Doesn't bother me one bit. Done it a ton of times since I was a kid. I've I've Is never been a, 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 a bottle water. Is it at least bottled water? Well, when I was a little kid, no. They didn't have wow. bottle. They didn't have bottled water when I was a kid, Anthony.
6: Well, I know we make a lot of old jokes, but Jesus, you're not that old. Bottled water? You act like he was born in the. You act like he was born in the
0: 20s. Well, bottled water hasn't been around forever, Anthony. I don't know if you know that or not, but it hasn't. Um, no, dude, I've I've my stomach has never been able to handle milk very well. Um, so I've always done cereal with water. Yeah, I just, just,
6: it just,
0: it just see, it just seems like that. This sounds like what tastes gross to me. I grew up with it. So it, to me, it didn't matter. So I don't know, but I've done it a ton of times. And you know what? My older one will do it. If, if it's, he doesn't care. I've done it for him and he's like, Oh, this actually isn't bad. It's the same as long as it's wet. He doesn't care. So he's never had cereal with milk. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Definitely. Definitely, but if we're so he, out can, of, he,
6: he he can do
0: either. Or. If 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 we're out of milk, he'll gladly do cereal with a smile on his face. Take it with water. So so let me guess,
6: box You've been leaning to? He'll be at the store, like okay, son. we'll I'll get you the cereal, but we're gonna uh, pass on the milk this week.
0: No, we can get milk. <laughs> no, <laughs> if if I can get my kid milk, I'll get my kid milk. But if we're ever like like say it goes bad or something, and I've already got the cereal poured, I can be like Logan, um, we got no milk. You want water? And he's like, Yeah, that's fine.
2: <laughs> so now you,
0: can say, you better put some water in that goddamn shit. Yep, he will not complain. I got good kids, man. I got I got good kids, luckily, man. But um, yeah, f- f- absolutely. Friday. Um, is probably one of his most notable parts. And again, he's that father figure in this movie that we all grew to love. Mo- Way in the beginning of this show, we said that, you know, a lot of people probably know him from the movie Friday. And he did play the father figure in this movie. And he really did play that father figure that we all grew to just love and know, and that he was hilarious. And one of the main things in this movie, though, and one of the serious parts of this movie, Anthony, and one of the reasons I wanted to do Friday Last is because of the serious note that this last scene that we're going to play takes, and it's the gun talk that he has when, obviously, on Friday, he goes after Debo, and he's got a gun in his hand, and I'm going to go ahead and play it. Now, box. Yep. Oh,
6: hold on. I'm going I to say this for the end, but I was curious. I want to know if this uh, actually changed your opinion on some things.
4: Because
6: mm-hmm. this was a powerful uh, little speech. Mm-hmm. And in the midst, I mean, because Friday, like I said, it'll always be a comedy to me, right? And in the midst of all the insanity and all the laughs and all of the jokes, this scene it, it really stood out, and it really once again showed the range. And I, it's almost a shame that we never got to see more of this from. Uh, Johnny because right. it seems like he definitely had a knack
0: mm-hmm. yeah definitely did now obviously he did have a knack of being the serious guy the serious character and I it is sad we didn't get to see it but I gotta be honest with you I prefer what we got from him oh yeah no doubt definitely and yeah this is definitely a serious scene from him And obviously before this, he did some serious roles. But from here on out, this is the dad he wanted to see. But this was a good scene. And the main good thing about this scene is we saw all the comedy from him, all this funny stuff. And then when it comes down to it, we get to see him have a serious talk with his son. And it's just as meaningful as all the funny stuff that we saw. You know what I mean? it yeah yeah it yeah, it, it hits just all the funny lines hit us we laughed at them and then we saw this and we didn't just laugh obviously we didn't laugh cuz it was a serious part but we listened yeah and, and it
6: put in perspective that along the way even though like i said he put it he put thing he put his own unique spin on things but at the core of it he was always trying to teach his son lessons. He was giving him life lessons, right? And it, and and to me this was the ultimate example of that. The Definitely. other ones were like I said they had that humorous slang on it so I think a lot of it if you weren't really paying attention was it was lost in translation. There was no there was no uh there was no uh, reading between the lines here. So he basically said it straight. Mhm. Like come on son,
0: you you don't need that. You got two hands. Exactly. Exactly. So, anyway, let's go ahead and roll it, Anthony.
3: Craig, have you seen my shoe? What's that for? Protection. Protection? Protection from who? Yeah, Smokey. I got to walk Smokey down to his house. Oh, man. Your mother and I never would have moved in this neighborhood if we had known you needed a gun to walk down the damn street. No ideas around here. Oh no, son, that's not the way it is. You kids today are nothing but punks. Sensified. So quick to pick up a gun. You scared to take an ass whipping <laughs> This what makes you a man. When I was growing up, this was all the protection we needed. You win some, you lose some. But you live you live to fight another day. You think you're a man with that gun in your hand, don't you? I'm a man without it. Put the gun down. Come on, put up your deuce. Now you're a man. Your uncle picked up a gun, too. He had to find out the hard way. 22 years old. You got a choice. He's all you
0: need. All right? So there you go, Anthony. Um, Real quick. Hey, real quick. I know this was a big scene. Before we get into that scene, I really have to pee. Damn. Let's go piss. We'll be right back. folks. I'm sorry, you. man. I'm, I'm dying here. If I don't go, I'm going to explode. So, hold that. Downloads you won't even know. We'll be right back, folks. I apologize profusely. We will be right back. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so sorry. But I... There was no way I could wait. I'm. I apologize for that. But anyway, we just heard the gun talk scene um, where he had the little talk with his son, where he said, "You know, two fists is all you needed to walk down the street, and you know, you live to fight another day." Yep. That was the main line from it. You live to fight another day.
6: Yeah, and he, and, he, and he's not wrong in that in that mindset because I put it to you like this. I know you're pro gun, box, but. It, it it's proven more times than not. Whenever you involve guns in situations, no good ever comes from it. Mm. No 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 good really ever comes from it, and it really doesn't prove. It doesn't really prove who the better man is because <laughs> it, it, it's guns. The guns is basically it, it. It takes the manhood out of a lot of situations, in my opinion. You.
0: I, you know what? I, 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 I do agree with you. And I've said before, I would much rather throw fists with you than pull a gun on you. Do you, I never want on my conscience the fact that I had to actually pull my gun and take a life. I don't want that. And I hate to tell you, but most law abiding gun owners do not want that on their fucking conscience. They do not. And I don't either. I would much rather, dude, I would, Oh, my God, would I rather fight with somebody? I don't mind throwing hands with somebody. I don't. But if you jump out of somewhere and I got my kids with me. All bets are all. That's when I am happy I am carrying. Me and you, one-on-one, I'll unload my gun, put it the fuck down, and I will fucking throw hands with you all fucking day. I got zero (laughs) issues with that, man. (laughs) Not best one. <laughs> absolutely. I get my ass kicked. I get my ass kicked. I do not give a fuck. I've had my ass kicked before. I've come home bloody and beat up. It doesn't bother me. I'll take another ass kicking. I never, never, I hope I absolutely never have to ever pull my fucking handgun to protect my family, to protect myself. I hope it never has to happen. You want to throw hands though? Shit. I'll fucking unload my gun, put it on the fucking ground and throw hands with you any fucking day. I don't care who you are. I'm too stupid to back down from anyone. I just don't have it in me. I'm just too fucking stupid. But listen, I, I, I totally agree with what he said, to be honest with you. I really do. Do I, do I need to carry a gun? Probably not. Probably not. I, I've, I, I mean, there's, I don't carry a gun every single fucking day. There's many days where I'm just like, meh, I don't feel like carrying it. So I don't. But absolutely, I 100% agree. It is 100% better to fucking throw fists, live to fight another day, and get on with your life. Yeah, and again, I, I yeah, like I said, I never want on my conscience that I took another person's life. Ever. Ever, yeah. ever, ever.
6: And it's weird because well, not weird, but you know this movie came out in like nineteen ninety five right mm-hmm. and if you notice at one point during that speech he said you kids we, we never would have moved to this neighborhood if we knew you needed a gun to walk down the damn street. You kids today are nothing but punks mm-hmm. scared to take an ass whooping this was in ninety five so when do you think that shift when do you when do you think it went from fist fights to guns when when do you think that shift happened Whew. That's to where, 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 where people just started say fuck, fuck fighting, fuck defense fight. He's just gonna start pulling out guns on
4: motherfuckers.
0: Um late 80s, early 90s. Mm. I it's hard to pinpoint, man. I gotta really tell you. It's a really hard thing to pinpoint because yeah. Yeah, because guns technically have always been a thing, but
6: it, it, I don't know, man. It, it just seemed um, like uh, I would probably say probably you
0: probably might be right mid eight mid the late eighties early nineties time frame. I don't want to sit but, here and say when it became glorified by certain types of music, but it that's kind of when it became the thing. It did become glorified, and that is when people started just carrying guns everywhere. <laughs> it really did. Yeah, I don't
6: know. It it it, it, it used to be a certain code. E, even if you hated somebody,
4: mm-hmm.
6: it, it, it used to just be a certain like code of ethics where you just like, like, we just got to fight this thing out. May the best man win. Yeah. If you Like you, like you, like you just said, if you got your ass kicked, you got your ass kicked. You, you know, you, you live fight another day. Yep. Shit happened. You know, man. you, you won that one. Maybe I'll win the next one.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that, that's just how it used to go. But then nowadays, cause I think the overall message of that speech was, look, yeah, you can bring a gun and you might get somebody in that moment. But then guess what? What happens is all you always got to be looking over your back cause you always got to be wondering when re- re- retaliation is going to come.
0: And it's on because your you, yeah. Yeah, cause
6: when you when you, the minute you pull out a gun, any type of weapon on somebody, you automatically walking away from that situation. If you're lucky, you're always going to have to look over your shoulder. That's why it's always best not to involve weapons in situations because you don't know how the other person is going to react
0: when given the opportunity. And it's always going to be on your conscience. The person has to live with what they did. Right or wrong, self-defense or not, people have to live with what they did. And some see people – Scott Hall. That, well, hey, uh, I was just about to say some people can't deal with it it's hard to deal with scott hall did that and he's been cleared he was cleared in a court of law and it still fucked him up
6: yep and some might say that he's been self medicating all of these years that
0: you know he it, he's, it, not, it, a, he's some. not he's not
6: uh, he'll, I mean, I mean, seriously, he'll he'll I mean, say it, he's been
0: self medicating for all these years he'll say it to you he 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 never
6: did therapy he never went to see a psychologist hmm. he just did pills and drank
0: Exactly, man. I mean, that's a tough thing to put on your conscience no matter what. And once again, I never want that on my conscience. And most law-abiding gun owners do not want that on their fucking conscience. I've heard it said a ton of fucking times. Trust me, like I said, the, the, the fact that I'd rather fucking throw punches with someone, I am not alone in that. I am not alone. A lot of people would rather do that than fucking pull their gun and have that on their conscience that they took, that, that they took a life. It yeah. just doesn't work that way. Yeah. Even if somebody's being an asshole to you, like it's
6: still, it's still a human life play. I mean, playing God is a dangerous game. Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. It is. But, uh, you know, and you know, it, it, we played a lot of hilarious clips from John Witherspoon tonight, a lot of funny clips, but I wanted, I, I I just kind of wanted to wrap up on that note with him. You know, doing this sort of serious, ooh, Jesus, I got the hiccups. The sort of serious role there, just because I thought it was the right way to end the show. I'm, you know.
6: Yeah. No, no, no. I, total agreement. Total agreement because I feel like, you know, uh, I've, that clip has actually been played a lot. And it's been referenced a lot this week over the past couple of days. So I think it was more than appropriate to end on that note because, um, it, I feel like it kind of like summed up the range because we basically played a bunch of uh, humorous clips, a lot of funny clips, a lot of memorable clips. But uh, that one really it resonates to this day. Right. I mean, I mean, I mean, honestly, that, that that's a speech that any father in this country could give today their, to their coming of age son. Yeah. And and, and it would still mean. It was still mean the same thing. Mm-hmm. It, it, that, that 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 to me, that's one of those speeches that I feel like doesn't go out of style.
0: Absolutely. And you know what? I mean, listen, my kids know I carry when I, when we go places and they, they understand why they know why I carry and it's to protect them. But my kids also know that guns have a complete and total, there's no coming back. If you do shoot someone, there's no, that's it. It's over. So you got to teach your kids that, and that's 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 part of being again a law-abiding fucking gun owner and teaching your kids what's right and wrong about handguns. But the and, and, but you know that's either here or there. But this scene shows that he wasn't just a comedic father figure in these movies; he was an actual. Father figure in a lot of these movies. Mm. You know, yes, he was always the funny, embarrassed, oh my God, I can't believe this is my dad. Just like in Boomerang, where, you know, you could tell that David Allen Greer just absolutely just was completely embarrassed by his father. But, and then you go to this scene and it's like, man, this guy really, really could do the range and still be. You know, it it, it it it's not like he was trying to flip the script on his comedic character because there was still some comedy in that in in that a little bit, but he had that seriousness about him that still made it just believable. And once again, he became the father figure that we all loved, and he kept playing that role, and that really became good with him.
6: And honestly, what I like about it is and is I feel like they kind of like built up to that moment because I mean, not, not to say that um he didn't love his son, but they kind of painted the picture at least initially that he was a hard ass. Mm-hmm. He just wanted his son to work, bring home some money and, and keep it moving. This scene established that he really sincerely loves his son. Right. And he wants the best for him. And even like, you know, I don't want to give too much of my thoughts away because I know we're going to do Friday at some point, but the scene where, uh, I, uh, where Craig gets into the uh, fight with Debo, they had a big street fight.
4: Mm-hmm.
6: And, and, uh, his mom's, you know, being a mom, wanting to protect him. No, no, he got, let him be a man. Let him be a man. I told him better than this. Right. Come on, I mean, which I thought was ironic since he 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 didn't use a gun, but he used a brick, which is technically not fight fair because technically Devo was just beating him, whooping his ass. He look, had to man. use a
0: brick to beat him, but that's look, neither man. here nor there. Look, man, look, man, in a street fight, if you can find it lying there, it's legal. All right.
6: I'm just saying, though, dude, but look, technically, in the moment, hand to hand combat, Devo was the better man. <laughs>
0: But who came out on top? He hit him with a break. The man with a break, bro. It was sitting there on the street. <laughs>
6: I,
2: don't, I don't know. Against,
0: like, I, listen, against a bigger guy who's kicking I your ass. If you need to, if if you are in, and and I'll bet Craig was in fear of his fucking life. As you you pick been. up whatever the fuck is in front of you and you hit that motherfucker with it and hope it puts him down. Oh,
6: dude, don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. When I first saw Friday for the longest time, I was like, yeah, fuck him, fuck him, yeah. Hit him, Craig, hit him. I was like, I was like, uh, Pops. Hit him, Craig. Come on, Craig. There you hit go. Him, that was me. But I'm just saying, after you played that speech and we just broke it down and I'm looking at it through adult eyes, man, I'm thinking like he just gave this man a big ass speech about, you know, Using your hands, I'm a man without it. That's all the protection you need. Now, <laughs> fast forward a couple scenes. <laughs> well, it wasn't enough protection, and he still had to use a weapon. <laughs> but it wasn't a gun. It wasn't a gun, Anthony. Well, if you hit somebody, well, it wasn't a gun, but sir, if you hit a, if you hit a person with a brick hard enough, you can kill them. <laughs> you can't.
0: But a concussion is better than a bullet. Let's be honest with you. Let's be this honest here, but um, yeah, so we're,
6: we're, 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 I'm splitting hairs, but it, it was an incredible
0: so. speech. And and we're, yeah, we're fucking around, but yeah, we are. It, it was. It really was an incredible, incredible fucking speech, man. I mean, just and and again, it, it it just brought us to know and love the father figure that this man could play and be. You know, just it 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 it, it made him a more believable not. It made him not just a comedic father; it made him a caring it, 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 it gave father. Some depth, they gave him some depth. You are right. Yes, it it made him a caring father instead of just a comedic father in this movie.
6: Yeah, so. And it's, yeah. It, so basically, he was basically he gave his he gave his son a bunch of life lessons. He gave him, you know, taught taught him the value taught him the value of a dollar when he didn't want him to throw out the food. Mm-hmm. He taught him about work ethic, like. Like, dude, like, you're not just going to sit around, what the hell are you doing? Didn't I tell you to take out the trash? Like, you're not going to lay around the house. Like, get yourself a job. Get off your ass. Yep. And, the, and then the, the major lesson, hey, you win some, you lose some. There you go. Like, yeah. I mean, you win some, you lose some, but leave the guns alone. And and yes, yes, that that, that was a very powerful message in that. I can't say enough good things about John Witherspoon, man. I, I really can, and I gotta thank you, Box, for indulging me because I know you wanted to do boomerang, and we'll get to it. But definitely, I, I, I couldn't let this week go by without doing something for uh, John Witherspoon, and I hope we did the guy justice because that 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 was a blow. I mean, I know it it was definitely a blow to uh, the black community, but I feel like the community as a whole. Because I feel like one, the one thing I want to say about John Witherspoon is I feel like his humor was it, it transcended race. Anybody can, can derive some joy, some humor out of a John Witherspoon bit, mm-hmm. and uh, it, he's going to be sorely, sorely missed. I mean, thank God we got the classics that that'll last forever, that that stand the test of time. But it's just a shame that so much more shit is going to happen. <laughs> in this world, that we won't be able to get his uh fresh take on.
0: Yeah, absolutely, and I'm curious to see what happens with this with this uh, last Friday movie. If it because it, it was in it, according to IMDb, it was in pre production. Um, I don't know if they got all the scenes they needed to get with John Witherspoon. So it'll be interesting to see if this movie actually comes out. If they try to replace him, which, good God, I hope they don't try to do. Um, at worst, I hope they just take whatever scenes they have, if they have any. If not, just cut him out of the movie, figure out some way to get him out of the movie. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the, like I've said a thousand times, I mean, a ton of times. He's just an amazing character. And the fact that he, you know a lot of people always do want to play that younger character. They want to be what they can't be. He accepted every character he had. When he was middle-aged, he played a middle-aged guy. When he was older, he played the older guy. And it's rare for an actor to accept what he is. You know what I mean, Anthony?
4: Yeah.
0: Yeah. And and, and, and it's it showed in his acting that 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 he accepted what he was and i think that's one of the things that made him so great in some of the roles he played yep he, so yeah
6: he, he seems like a very like he was a very down to earth humble guy he, you you could just tell like i mean he definitely like if you listen to enough of it he, he was definitely about his money I and mean, he mm-hmm. definitely was a paper chaser but I, I get the sense that was more you know to be a provider you know he was a very strong family man his his sons well he speak very highly of him yeah. Very hot. Very. So he was very active in their lives. Um, they are they're actually keeping his Twitter and all of his social media accounts active. They're just basically going to be active. Uh, they're going to be tribute pages going forward, which I'm glad that those are still going to be uh, active, nice in some form or fashion. But um, yeah, man. Like I said, overall, he gave us a lot of a lot of memories in terms of his his profession as a comedian and uh, an actor. But I feel like his his greatest impact is gonna be the impact that he left as a person. Yes. You know, you know ad nauseum. Everybody in the in the midst of saying he's a very funny guy, talented guy. You he heard a lot of, but he was a good guy, you know, family man. He um was always there to lend a helping hand, you know, just always there just to be like a mentor. Right. A friend, a, a confidant. And to me, that above all else, that speaks volumes about the type of character he was and I feel like that that more than anything should be celebrated. As much as, if not more so, than the actual
0: career. Absolutely. I can't say it any better. And I think on that note, we should wrap it up, Anthony. Because that was a perfect little fucking speech to wrap this up. Um, And there you go. On that note, uh, shouts out to Wrestling OD, the Wrestling Overdose over there. Check out Shaheen over there at Nuclear Heat Graphics. Um, Check him out at Nuclear Heat Shop. Com. Check out Wrestling's High Marks. You can check them out on YouTube. Uh, and of course, you've got to check out the Inhuman Experience with Bobby Blades and Bobby Anthem. And if you check them out, you can also hear Bobby Anthem doing In Search of His Lost Soul. Definitely gotta check that show out. And uh Inhuman Experience is great, especially if you're what, 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 what?
6: Oh no, I was agreeing with you. Oh, they might kind of cut out
0: on you. No, nah, it's fine. Especially if you're into the paranormal right there, you gotta get into the in- inhuman experience. And of course, check out Eric, Doug, and Doug's brother, Daniel. They're over there on the Unscripted Wrestling Show. And you can check them out on the Philly Sports Passion feed right there. Uh, check them out on all the major podcast platforms. And check out Stephen Mulan on Letterboxed, L-E-T-T-E-R-B-O-X-D dot com slash Stephen Milan. 6,012 films. This man is a madman of movie reviews. I don't even know how he fucking does it. Check out The Mark Report. Tuesdays, 6.30 a.m. on YouTube. And you can check out me and Anthony. We'll be back Wednesday night for Dirt Sheet Dudes. Right here. mixercom slash Dirt Sheet Dudes. And that's it, man. This was a great episode, Anthony. I appreciate, uh, appreciate you wanting to do this episode. Because I did want to do Boomerang. But I think this was a much better way to do this, and uh, it went uh, went went much better, in my opinion, man.
6: Hell yeah, man! Thank you for uh, agreeing to do it, and like we'll get the boomerang. But uh, I felt like uh, we had to do it tonight. Just you know, just John Witherspoon—he was he was des- more than deserving for all of the memories he gave me as a uh, you know throughout my childhood and adult life. He was more than deserving of a standalone episode, and uh, I hope we did him justice. Bang, bang. Bang!
2: Later.